0: Welcome to the Scrubverse Podcast, your last stop for the latest in gaming news and pop culture. We're your hosts, Chris and Corey. Prepare for dissension. Still dying, but it's not as bad. Yeah, there's a reason we weren't here last week. <laughs> I'm not on my deathbed. Now I'm just stuck to dialysis. I'm not really on dialysis. I was about there. to say, what the fuck? Yeah, that's that would be terrible for me to say. <laughs> this that. is news for me and everyone listening. <laughs> no, I had an upper respiratory infection that was bordering on pneumonia. My voice probably sounds like shit still, but we're gonna we're gonna muscle through it. We're going to do our best.
1: This one's not a long podcast. It should be. But we always say that and it ends up being four and a half hours.
0: Oh, oh, oh. So Sonic the Hedgehog trailer,
1: your thoughts. Uh, Okay, okay, so let me pull up. Hold on. I have my Word document here, and I I renamed it to Sonic the Hedgehog movie, colon, the redemption arc. (laughs) Okay. Uh, He looks a lot better. He looks a lot better. The trailer itself... I'm just saying, where's Gangster's Paradise? <laughs> no, no, I'm glad it's gone. We have the no. Ramones. Sonic is yeah. a, is a rock boy. Uh, the Ramones cover that was not the Ramones, but yes, uh, the trailer itself just looks better. Sonic, obviously, the elephant in the room is Sonic looks phenomenal. Like he yeah. looks so much better. He looks like we we don't have we still have blue arms. We have Sonic Boom arms, but I can live with that.
0: Yeah, that's not <laughs> so, that's not that big of a deal.
1: Yeah, I mean his face, like even his spikes uh and his shoes, everything has changed mm-hmm. for the better. Like yeah. this is amazing. Uh the trailer itself is more
0: comical. I think they changed the story. I can see that. Like I definitely I feel like they legit changed the story because in the original I mean, I'm not gonna get into like his personality traits, but it was like he just came here because he said he needed to save our world. There was no now, ring in the first one. Yeah, there there wasn't a ring. I mean, there was rings because they still had the scene of where the the human characters were falling off of a building and they just end up in a farm. Like they still had the rings, but now yeah. it looks like it's a bigger part of the story. Because yeah. he's just like you know, people were coming after me on my planet, so I was just like, fuck this shit. I'm going to go live my best life on Earth where no one's going to bother me. That wasn't the original storyline.
1: No. Uh, Well, it makes him more, like, carefree, too. He's like, all right, I just want to go and, like, chill. Which mm-hmm. is, like, what Sonic's essence is, is just being cool and just chilling. And you got you got that brain-looking thought like, well, look on your face.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but I was going to wait until you were dud because it sounded like you were... Well, I You're just want to say
1: roll. is like, I feel like that ring, like there's parts in the trailer where he goes, how are you not dead? And Sonic's like, I don't know. I but, have no idea. And it has to do with something. I, I, maybe it's an homage back to the games, but he constantly has the ring. Mm-hmm. So maybe as long as he has that ring, he can't die. Right. So maybe that's a thing.
0: The other thing is, is like when you look at the, the video games, modern Sonic is very cocky. He's very confident. But he still makes all the the cheesy one-liners. I don't see that in this Sonic. He's almost like childlike to a certain extent. Like, there's
1: a lot of there's a lot of get-up like uh not get-up but like physical humor mm-hmm. more than like like sarcastic humor. He's more like like getting into costumes and stuff like that. He's yeah, he's, he's more Bugs goofball. Bunny.
0: He's Bugs Bunny is yeah. what he is. <laughs> he, he's a, he's a total like goober that's the best way i can put it he's just like doing all this weird stupid stuff making like the fucking rubber band ball (laughs) the rubber band (laughs) ball is my favorite scene it's pretty good
1: yeah i think they went in a good route like i think i so i'm not holding this movie to high standards like it's still not gonna be good this is
0: still a kid's movie at and best. that's what it should be. Exactly. Our,
1: guys or like let me rephrase it. People our age should not think that Hollywood is going to make the movie we want. When these kid, like this is a kids thing. Like this should be for 12. It should have armpit fart jokes in it. It mm-hmm. should have like that it should have that stuff because it should be for the kids. We went through the rough ages and that's what we grew up on. Let's let the kids have the good shit. Mm-hmm. Loosely, good shit. But this is a movie now where I would I was going to go see it just to be like, oh, this is a fucking train wreck. To like, I'm going to watch this now. To like, oh, this is probably not as good as I think it's going to be. But I think I'm still going to be entertained by this
0: movie. It's, I'm, I'm going to take my son to go see it. It's right after his birthday. At least or, you have an excuse. Yeah, I, have I have to go by myself. Go you know how like, creepy that's going to look? <laughs> it, it's going to be his, uh... His fourth birthday present, like one of the things, because oh, he's gonna he love saw, it. Oh, I gotta tell you, when he saw this trailer, he was like wide eye His yeah, his mouth was a gape. He was just like, "It's Sonic! This is so cool!" And then he saw the original trailer, and he was like, "No, no, no! Oh, this really? Scary Sonic, go away!" And I started. So he dying. never, he
1: never, he never saw it. He didn't see the original when it first aired. Then he did not. God, the, no. the upgrades are just even the nose. I was looking at the nose the most on the old one and the new one, and like these guys. Like again, here's that conspiracy theory coming out of my, you know, how I am. Maybe this was all intended. This like they're is, like this was
0: all the plan.
1: But I I can't get around that anymore because of all the merchandise that they've already made. Like that Sonic mask. Yeah, like, there's
0: there's no way because there's so much shit that's available for old school scary Sonic. Like and that all is going to become co- Sonic.
1: all that shit's going to be collector collector's items now.
0: Yeah, now that I think about it, I should have picked some shit up. You should've I should have gotten the mask. Stupid fuck. Yeah, because my son saw Sonic. He saw the scary one. My wife was trying to get him to wear it because she's an evil person. And he was just like, "No, no, I don't want it." I'm like, "No, get that thing away from me." But now in hindsight, I should have totally gotten it because it could have been your 10, 20 thing years, every year. <laughs> It's going to be worth like 200
1: bucks. What you should have done too is if you got it, buy one of those like foam fake mannequin heads mm-hmm. and put it on there and have it in your room, just have it like up in the corner. So if your son ever fucks around and won't listen to you, you'd be like, "Don't make me get scary Sonic." Exactly.
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> I think that shit was like when when Mega Visions was talking about it on their podcast, I think about a month ago. I think it was at like 50 bucks on Amazon. Yep. And it's more than likely gone up now. But this movie looks, I mean, again, this movie is still, and I'm going to hold, like, it's the origins of Dr. Robotnik, is what it is. Like, because obviously the Jim Carrey that we see in this trailer, which is funny because they didn't keep, you know, in the last trailer at the very end, they show him as Eggman, like, with the bald head and his mm-hmm. mustache. And obviously he has what I'm calling it right now, somehow. Sonic has to go back to his plan he has to go to Mobius which I think is where he lives he's gonna have to go there you know he'll have to say goodbye to his friends and Dr. Robotnik's gonna follow him Dr. Robotnik's gonna get trapped there and then that's where that's gonna be that's how that all begins yeah uh but yeah like
0: I could see this movie actually do
1: do we know what the budget is on this movie
0: uh let me go look I mean so it has to have a large dollar amount because of the redesign. Just the redesign alone. Yeah. Like, I don't but, know how much it was It was to hire Tyson Heese, which I don't know if you know. He's the one who did the redesign. Yeah,
1: yeah, Tyson Heese, the guy that basically is the reason we have Sonic Mania. Yep. They were like, hey, we need to cash in another favor. And he's like, fucking all right. And he did really well. I'm not saying just him, but him and his team and the people he worked with did an amazing job on taking a fucking turd and making it into somewhat of a rose. <laughs> The budget is one hundred and twenty-five million. That's pretty low today's standards.
0: Mm. I'm looking something up. You looking up like the average? Detective Pikachu was one hundred and fifty. Okay. And Detective Pikachu didn't have to have reshoots, so
1: exactly. <laughs> so uh, this movie probably was probably seventy-five. Without the may, uh, probably closer to like a hundred, maybe without the reshoots. I don't know mm-hmm. how much reshoots cost, but uh, if this movie makes money, we're gonna see more. Yeah, and if we keep with this style and we start seeing like Tails and Knuckles and all that other stuff, fuck, I'll go watch them. Like, what else do I got? What other good video? Like, what other video game movies am I gonna watch? Assassin's Creed, Mario. I I mean, it's
0: it's kind of like the same thing that was going on in the '80s with like the Marvel movies and shit like that. Like everyone in the '50s came to go see the Marvel movies of the '80s because it's what they grew up on. It's how they were able to pass it down to their kids. Mm -hmm. Now it's coming full circle, except with video games because video games is the new media. So I'm excited. Like I'm I'm legitimately excited. I'm happy that this movie exists. I'm happy that. All this shit got fixed. I'm happy that my son is happy. Yeah. I'm happy that my son wants to go see it. So that's a win in my book.
1: Yeah. Uh, I probably can't sacrifice Valentine's Day. It's still weird that's coming out on Valentine's Day. It's so I, I weird. I don't get
0: it. I don't get it. I've been joking with my wife because we have plans to go out for Valentine's Day. Yeah. But it's like, you know, we're going to go to this restaurant and then we're going to go see the Sonic movie. And she's just like, fucking die. Well, like...
1: You two I could see actually going to do that. There's no way in hell my wife and I are gonna go see this. Like she's there's no way she's gonna I'm going to see Sonic on mm-hmm. what is supposed to be the most romantic day of the year. hmm Yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah, I'll probably catch it on the fifteenth instead of the fourteenth. So But nice. But yeah, good job to everyone that was involved in I guess good job to the internet for being assholes. I would I would <laughs> pat the internet down. Good job for everyone. Pat the listening. on the back. There you go. Not you pat them down, down and you're gonna get a you're gonna get a charge. Let's move into weeks. Uh, we got actually let's move in. This is not just a one week thing for both of us. We have to cover what we why we were gone and all that. Well, we already talked about why you were gone, but the reason we decided not to do a podcast last week is one, because you were fucking dying. I think you messaged me at like four on last Saturday, and you mm-hmm. were like, I got a migraine. Can we do this another time? And I was like, well, I'm going to Austin tomorrow. So how about we do the one thing that we fucking hate doing and actually skip? We've gone just with Scrubverse. We went 24 episodes
0: without skipping. Technically, what was the thing? This Dreamless Dreamcast Marathon, we did technically skip. But I think that's a valid excuse.
1: But we were on like another podcast. That's true. so but we never classified that as a Scrubverse podcast. That was more of a Mega podcast. So we still fucking recorded a podcast. Mm-hmm. So, uh but no, I'll go into my weeks. Uh so I watched a movie, and I had been wanting to watch this movie for a while. And it's not it's not a bad movie. You know, I we always fucking talk about bad movies, and I'm so glad to be talking about good movies now. Uh I watched a movie called Overlord. Okay. Yep. And this was a movie that came out, I believe, in 2018. I think it came out last year. Uh, I don't know the director's name. Uh, there's not a lot of famous people. The the biggest famous person that's in the movie, the two biggest famous people, uh, are one is... I, did you watch all of Game of Thrones, like, the last season? I did not. Okay, there's, so in the last... There's a uh, one of the uh, Greyjoys, the brother that shows up and then starts... He's the one that sides with Cersei and gives her a naval fleet. Okay. Uh he's in this movie. He plays one of the Nazi commanders or Nazi officers. And he then He will die. Oh, he does. And it's real good. Okay. Uh and then there's Kurt Russell's son. Kurt Russell has a kid? Kurt Russell has a couple kids. Huh. Uh but yeah, he's Kurt Russell's son. Basically playing Kurt Russell. <laughs> like, when you see him, you're just like, hmm. And then you're like, someone tells you that's Kurt Russell's son. You're like, got it. He's there being it Kurt is. Russell. Yeah. Uh, that's basically it. Uh, Raleigh Ritchie's in it, which he plays Grey Worm from Game of Thrones. But those are really the only big people that are in it. And it's uh, the premise of the movie is there's uh, these fleet of parish troopers that have to go in. This is day before D-Day in World War II. Mm-hmm. And they have to go to this French, uh, not city, but a French, like, village. It starts with a C. I can't remember what it was called. But they have to take out this radio tower that's in this church because it's jamming their communications uh, so that basically D-Day would be, I mean, it was naturally a slaughter. But, like, we were, it was still successful. But... I'm thinking in this situation it wouldn't have been successful at all, so that's why they're sending in the paratroopers to go in there. They're sp- sending in the paratroopers slash ex- explosion crew to go and blow that shit up. Okay, and it starts off, you know, it just starts too. Like we're in the planes and they're you're you're having the banter, the talk between everybody, and. uh You wait a little bit, and then, of course, (laughs) paratrooper or drops probably happened pretty flawlessly maybe in World War II, but that doesn't make for really good movies. So this one just, like, goes to shit. Like, they start getting, like, the planes start getting shot up, blowing, you know, all that stuff. Uh, Long story short, there is really good action scenes, too. Like, I'm watching, I'm like, holy shit, this looks really, really good. And uh, the main character, his name is... His his name's Ed, but I think it's Boyce. They call him Boyce. Uh that's his last name. And he lands, he meets up with Kurt Russell's character and uh he's very conflicted. He's there's a story of him like he wouldn't kill a mouse when he was in the barracks when he was ordered to kill the mouse. So what he did was he took it out and like put it out in the field and then like the mouse got its way back in there and basically shit all over their commander's bed. Nice. And uh yeah, so he got in trouble for that, which not just him but the entire uh, squadron got in trouble for it, okay. And uh so there's that whole thing of like he's very timid in nature. He shouldn't be in this war, basically. And uh and they go into squadron. that squadron. Like,
0: he's in the air force. Not the. Squ- I'm sorry. The
1: I'm going to be using things terribly. Uh, but okay. he's in the army. He's in the army. So I d- we'll go
0: with like platoon. Let's okay. go with platoon.
1: I was thinking of that, but they had never said that in the movie. So I, whatever. But uh, they him and then uh three other characters I think one's name is Chase who is the photographer uh he's there camera okay yeah and uh Kurt Russell's character is just like he's like there's a funny scene where the guy's setting up his camera and all that stuff it's got and it's in the 40s so it's like that big fucking dome of a fucking light and all that other stuff and Mm -hmm. Kurt Russell's just like or Kurt Russell's I'm just gonna call him Kurt Russell the whole time He's, uh, he's like, oh, this camera's really nice. Can I see that? And he just, like, fucking smashes it. And he's like, that thing is a fucking reflective thing around your neck that's going to get you sniped. And uh, so you got him. You got Kurt Russell. You got uh, Boyce. You have the Italian guy. I can't remember his name. I think it's Tibid or something like that. He's the sniper. Okay. Uh, he's the very cocky asshole that's like, you know, you guys got just get me to Hitler and I'll end this war and all that other stuff. As all uh, snipers are. Yeah, which back then I thought about it too. I was like, snipers back then, before the shit we have now, were fucking badass. Because it was legit. They had to, like, they didn't have, like, zoom scopes and all that shit. Like, I guess, I I don't know, the way that this movie shows it, and I've looked up stuff too, like, they just basically had two reticles that they had to line up and then just take dudes out. So I don't know how they work. Okay. uh, anyway, we had that, and then we had the other character, which uh, <laughs> the reason I don't remember his name is because he is not in the movie very long because uh, they all land, they all meet up, uh, they watch their commander get gunned down by, not like, ten Nazis, and uh, Kurt Russell's is like, you know, you can't fucking do anything for him, there's ten guys, you just, it's just a necessity of war, like, that's what's gonna happen, mm-hmm. and uh, Boyce is all like, that's bullshit, we, we should've tried to save him, and then uh, they're walking through a field, like, they're trying, they're getting, this is before them getting to the village. And uh, I I started saying, like, this one character's talking a little bit too much, and then he steps on a landmine. (laughs) And then he's just, at one second, he's there, and the next second, he is just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, and God, like, the whole time, I was like, if this main character gets out of this movie, he's going to have hearing problems, because there's at least four times where he is either A standing next to a grenade when it goes off or landmine or something just fucking blows up right in his face and he doesn't die i was like this dude's gonna have fucking hearing problems uh but the whole time like they make it to the village they meet up they meet this girl and her brother and uh the whole time like it's very world war ii action movie and i'm like okay this movie's good but here and there like they find the the corpse of like a dog and i'm using quotation marks here and uh they they're like that's a jackal or something like that and you're like all right that's kind of fucked up like that doesn't look like any animal you've ever seen before and then when you make it to the village they're talking to Chloe i think her name is and uh she says oh yeah my aunt is sick because the nazis took her to the church and when she came back she was sick and this whole time come to find out the nazis are fucking making super soldier zombies is what they're doing <laughs> and but the thing is this movie you could totally completely take out that aspect out of the movie and it's still a fucking good movie because they have a clear concise objective they have to take this tower b- down by 0600 or d day it's going to be a massacre so they that's the constant thing like we have to get this done we have to get this done and that is kurt russell's only objective like he doesn't like there's a part where the girl's brother gets kidnapped by the nazis he's like i don't fucking care about that kid i'm here to blow up that tower like that's what i'm here to do and uh boyce is like he's the moral moral compass. one he's like yeah he's like no we can't do he's like they can they come up with a plan where they're like we can do both we can save him and then we can also blow up the tower and kurt russell's character goes that means we would have to go underneath the tower or the church which is where that he goes that's suicide he goes, all I need to do is go right into that church, blow it up, and then walk the fuck out. And Boyce is like, we're not getting out of this alive. Do you not understand that? <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, it's a great movie. There's some really cool, like, uh, like explosion scenes and, like re- like, how the main character realizes that they're super soldier zombies is kind of goofy. Like at one point he gets chased by a German shepherd and he jumps in the back of this truck that then takes off and he looks around and he there's dead U.S. soldier bodies all around him. So basically he hides himself because that that truck is going into the church. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're like, why the fuck would these zombies like why are the Nazis taking these bodies like in the real war? They just fucking left them to rot. And then come to find out they can reanimate him with this super serum that they have found. And uh, at one point, one of the German off or the Nazi officer officers gets captured by Kurt Russell and his gang. He's getting tortured and all that shit. And then he gets out. And like uh, he gets shot in the face. He's going to die. So he takes a double dose of the serum and becomes like this fucking suit. And he becomes like the guy that Kurt Russell has to fight and all that other shit. The big bad yeah the big bad guy it's a really good movie i highly recommend anyone to go watch that movie uh it's called overlord but like i said and at the end like i'm not, i'm not gonna spoil it but like it, the end's good too it leaves i don't know why though like the end of the movie ends with a nos song like a rapper song when the credits roll like but by that time the movie's over so i don't care but Overlord's- everyone
0: can leave at that point
1: yeah, this, this movie does not have an after credit stinger or anything like that, so don't worry about that. But there's a whole thing where, like, uh, Kurt Russell's character is like, you know, we can't let anyone know what we found. And Boyce, at the end of it, his commanding officer, when they go to report what happened, he's like, I still don't understand why you guys went underneath, like, why you went down into the catacombs and all that. It seems like it was, a, it was more, you put yourself at risk, and... uh He's like, you guys didn't find anything down there. Like, should we get through the rubble and all that? And Boyce's character's like, nothing but a bunch of dead Nazis, sir. And uh, so, because at the end, I mean, spoilers, Kurt Russell's character doesn't make it out. Uh, But he basically tells Boyce, he goes like, look, this has to die down here with me. Like, we can't, either side does not need to have this. Like, it is, it's unethical to have this serum in the world. Mm -hmm. And you're like, all right, it's pretty good. It's pretty good.
0: And uh, But yeah, I would go check that out. It's a really good movie. It's very well done. Right on. That was a movie that I saw in a trailer. I don't remember what movie I went to go see, but I did end up seeing that. For some reason, I thought that there was like fucking dinosaurs involved. And I'm like, why is there (laughs) dinosaurs in my World War II movie? But this still looks dope. Yeah. It's like Overlord. I'm like, "Uh, yeah, Operation Overlord. That trailer is really weird, whatever. too. That trailer is really weird because it has like an
1: AC/DC song in it. It's like shoot to kill, shoot to thrill or something like mm-hmm. that. And uh, they don't play any of that music in the movie. So don't worry about that. <laughs> like, I mean, the music, it has a score, but it's not like, oh, shit. Here comes the fucking, you know, Def Leppard's coming in when they're going. to No, no it's none of that. It's uh, it's very well. I, I like that movie. Uh, okay. There's there's a lot of bad Nazi zombie movies, and this is one of the better ones. So, right on. Uh, so let's see what else I got. Oh, I got my just today. I kickstarted back a while ago. I kickstarted the Pat Contry's, uh NES library and su- or uh, I specifically backed the Super Nintendo library one, and uh, I got it in today. I got both of them in, and these things are fucking nice. Uh, I highly it's called they are called the ultimate Nintendo guide to the NES library and the ultimate Nintendo excuse me the Nintendo guide to the Super Nintendo library and what's cool about the Super Nintendo one is I got the American one so it's the American Super Nintendo and all that but there was a version where you could get if you wanted the PAL version on the cover you could get that one and all that but yeah these books are about 450 pages each. And the front cover, instead of having like when you open it up, instead of having just like a black page as like the main part of the book and all that, it's actually the old ads for a bunch of these games. So like here, you can see. I know, I mean, I'm, this is an audio podcast, but there's a bunch of the Super Nintendo ads and all that stuff. There's That's one fucking dope. Super Godzilla. There's look one at that Lufia, man. Yeah, man. There's a bunch of cool shit in here. Yeah, the Lufia one right there by my finger. M- Mario's missing. Oh, God, I hated that Oh game. my fucking god, that game's so bad. But yeah, this is a really cool thing to have. If you got, I think I spent. These are normally sixty bucks each. But now,
0: was it is is Pat Contry the only author, or did he get other? I think uh, he got other people, involved? but
1: he's but he's the only one on the cover. It only says Pat Contry on the cover, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he has some other people working with him. Because each okay. of these, instead of it, it's not just an art book either. Like, it's, it runs down, it gives a brief description of every game that was on the Super Nintendo. Like, it t- it shows you covers, like, here's one for Chrono Trigger. It shows you the release date. It shows you, you know, ratings and all that stuff. And uh, it's got a big article on it. So, and then you see the other ones and all that stuff too.
0: That's... Really fucking dope.
1: Yeah, I recommend to anyone to if you ever come across these, is to definitely get them. And luckily for me, oh yeah, it shows you they have all the accessories that were on the Super Nintendo and shit too. Mm-hmm. So they go into that. Uh, but yeah, this one has my name in it. As a kick, on the back it has uh, listings of everyone that kickstarted, and Corey Tornado Jones Walls is in there. So nice. But I'm sad because I didn't kickstart the Nintendo one, so my name's not in that one. So, big rip but yeah these things are fucking they're very well made and i believe i think he hasn't announced anything but i think he might be doing a master system or mega drive or all that stuff he might be doing a sega one i think he said he might be doing an n64 one so yeah definitely pick those up they're really nice to have like on your coffee table to be someone's like oh what's this and you just go through start reading it and all that shit. how much were they uh I got the bundle on Kickstarter for like a hundred, I think that's what the combo price was. That's but, not bad. But individually they're sixty bucks each.
0: That's what I figured they'd be. Like, I don't I don't want to bash and I'm not the biggest You've got the NES punk fan. Yeah. But that looks like a really valuable resource. Like yeah. hands down.
1: Yeah, they're super nice. Uh whenever I get my bookshelves made, uh they will definitely be they're not just going on the bookshelves. They're going to be portrayed on the bookshelves. Mm-hmm. So. Nice. Um, last, yeah, last Tuesday, Scotty streamed in uh, place of me streaming since I was in Austin. And we played, me, him, and Brett played Hover. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know what Hover is, it was a Kickstarter game that was basically a spiritual successor to Jet Set Radio and the Jet Set Radio franchise. And mm-hmm. I think it was originally called Hover... The fight for gamers or something like that, but I think they just
0: fight for gamers. Okay. Well, that's
1: what you're called in the game. You're a gamer, and this okay. is a world where that's illegal to be. Like, uh, the security gamer. camera. Yeah, there's security ga- camera. There's no like you. You're not sh- supposed to show, uh, individualism or anything like that. It's uh-huh. you know, Big Brother's always watching. That's what right. it
0: is. Weed gang rise up. Right.
1: Yeah, it's basically the movie Hackers is what okay. it is. <laughs> But, uh, no, the game's super fun. Uh, you got your grinds. You got your, your jumping around, your graffiti. Uh, it's an open world. Like, people can just jump into a server and play with you. Uh, there are some issues with that open world. Like, it's cross-platform, too. Uh, it's PC, Switch, Xbox, and PlayStation 4. Uh, That's awesome. It is, but the, the, the PlayStation 4 version's buggy. Uh, I was chatting with Scotty and uh, Brett, and they couldn't see my chat when I was texting or typing it in game to them. And I was talking to some other people that, yeah. And for some, every time I clicked on in the settings, I clicked on the PlayStation network to connect to it there. I would connect and there would be no one in there. But then when I connect to the switch slash Xbox server, there were tons of people, including Scotty and Brett. And I was talking to some people in there and they were like, yeah, the PS4 version's bugged right now. That's just how it is. So the best version, I guess, for all of us to play would be on PC because okay. there is no party system in this game which kind of sucks but when you're on the PC you can in game invite people invite friends from your steam friends list into the game so that's a little bit but the game is super super fun uh everybody else paid like 20 bucks for it on I got it for like 7 bucks because it was on sale one that day and I also got the soundtrack cuz the soundtrack's fucking awesome because the uh musical the musical artist or compiler for Jet Set Radio actually did a couple tracks on this. Really? Yeah, he did two tracks. Uh, it's Hida- Hideo something. I can't remember what his name is. I apologize. And then Scott I is remember. listening. I just
0: know that he did Jet Set Radio and he also did Sonic Rush. And I love that fucking soundtrack. Yeah, so he did. To, he the music did, on here is fucking dope.
1: He did two, uh, two tracks on there. And the game's super fun. The game does... L- there is, like, a lack of direction sometimes. <coughs> like, in the game, you have a level. Like, you level up your character, but you also have a rank. Mm-hmm. And in order... So, your rank levels up faster than your level. And in order to access some of the story mode stuff or access new areas, you have to up your rank. Which, upping your rank just go means going around and doing random missions. Whether it be, like, playing game ball, which is, like, basically, like, kind of like basketball, but on rollerblades... Mm-hmm. Or delivering something for somebody or racing somebody and all this other stuff and then you up your rank and then you can proceed to the next section. But the game's super fun. I think it just got released onto Switch as well. I think they're I did. think I think Limited Run is doing No, that's what's I think Limited Run might be doing something for Switch, but I know Scotty got the limited run version of PlayStation 4. But yeah, check that out. It's called hover. It's basically on everything that you can play it. Let's see uh, another game we played and we didn't get to cover it last time, but Smash. We finally did the Thursday night throwdown for Smash because
0: Mr. Barry Togard is in the game now. So <laughs> My mind just got completely tripped up when you said Barry Togard. I was just who the fuck is that? No. No. And he's Terry, pretty good. Terry's my boy, man. I just want to say I love the the King of Fighters stage. So fucking much like the the way that they got the stage set up is that you can't throw people off the board. They'll constantly hit the wall. Mm -hmm. But once they hit like over 100 percent or once it would be like, okay, yeah, you would get thrown off the stage if you were launched at this speed then they go ahead and like do the ko but they do like this this up close slow-mo cam of you like buster wolfing somebody right into the fucking wall and it just breaks through and it's like ah yeah because it's an I invisible
1: wall shit. and the invisible wall breaks like glass mm-hmm. and it's it's pretty good uh even though there's no my it's still pretty good
0: well that's because this game is for good little boys and girls yeah is too lewd that's what it is that's what it is
1: well no it's what it is is uh so- uh sakurai is just he's an ass man over oh this is that what it is it's an ass, he's an ass man over a boob man so that's why he's got bayonetta where's the
0: proof of that is it ba- bayonetta i thought bayonetta had tits
1: i mean it is but it's mostly your butt and then zero suit samus you got her butt he's a butt man he's a butt guy He's it. A butt guy, but the thing is, May's got a butt too. But whatever, that's that's the internet. That's we're trolling you with internet shit right now, listeners. So <laughs> it, it just goes to show you that gamers will be mad at every anything. And, and I've seen it in Smash a lot, too, because everyone was like, oh, my God, we want Ridley. Like, everyone wants Ridley. We finally got Ridley, and everyone was like, all right, well, now we want this. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. man, you guys just really cannot be happy with what you have, do you? Yeah, they be. got Ridley, and then no one plays Ridley. No one plays Ridley. Nobody uh, plays Ridley. At, well, that night, everyone was playing Terry. There was like four or five Terrys going around. But uh, that was the first night I ever actually got to sit down and play my boy Banjo. And Banjo was super fun. Banjo's super fucking fun to play.
0: Banjo's pretty good. Uh, I like Banjo.
1: Just the model. Banjo and, Kaz- and Kazooie's model is really, really good in that game, and I really want to see like that in a new game.
0: Like Banjo 3, but with that model, it would look pretty sleek.
1: It would look really good. Uh, that
0: would look nice. Uh,
1: but yeah, Smash was fun. We got our ass handed to us by a few people in the chat. They even uh, they even posted on Twitter. I think it was Diego. I don't know if it I think it, No, it wasn't Diego. It was somebody else. That was not
0: Diego. It was uh. They were playing. It was the one that I kept on like getting second place to. It was because he was playing in second place the entire night. But besides the point. But yeah, shout out to them. They
1: made it really fun. We played. I think we played Smash for like three and a half hours. Yeah, and unfortunately, Scotty just Scotty just sat there and commentated because he doesn't have a switch. So sad boy. (laughs) But uh, yeah. I you (coughs) have you gotten Disney Plus yet? I have. Yeah, I know. I said that before the podcast, but then I realized how you got it and how much you paid for it, and I'm really sad now. <laughs> yeah, I didn't pay anything. Yo, If yeah. you got
0: Verizon, son, go get yeah. your free year of Disney Plus, bro.
1: If you have a personal Verizon account and not a Verizon business account through your work, you can go get your free year. Yeah, because your boss
0: is totally using the business uh,
1: Somebody account. is using that fucking shit. So, But yeah, I downloaded it because I think you get a free seven days and then the first month's like $6.99, or you can do a year for $60. Or I think you can even do fucking three years for like a hundred and like twenty dollars or something like that, which is obviously the best deal.
0: Yeah, that that'd be a crazy deal.
1: It's basically a free year. Mm-hmm. But I'm just doing I did my seven days and I'll probably do a month. Uh it's it's good. Like it's got it's basically the same thing as Netflix. You can download shit and watch it offline because that's what I was doing on the flight because I was like, oh shit. The Simpsons are on here, so I'm gonna watch The Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors because I that's I love watching those episodes. Those, and uh, I don't know if it was just The Simpsons. I don't. I haven't checked anything else yet, but uh, they got a weird aspect ratio on that man. They made The Simpsons like widescreen instead of the four x three aspect ratio that normally has. No, and- it's,
0: when we started, like Tiff jumped right in and was like, uh watching all the old school Mickey Mouse shit. That's that's her thing. They're all forced widescreen. Like it doesn't look good. There's shit that well
1: not. It's not that it doesn't look good. But in The Simpsons, The Simpsons has a lot of visual gags. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that shit gets cut out. Like just cropped out due to the forced widescreen. But yeah, like I'm still glad that I have my DVDs of the first 10 seasons of The Simpsons because they have all 30 seasons on there. The Simpsons has
0: thirty seasons, man. Simpsons has been around for thirty years.
1: No, that's not how seasons work. Sometimes you can can get multiple seasons in a year. Really? Yeah, because I the first season of the Simpsons I remember watching when I was like four, three or four. So, but it's not it's it's not it's not fully off. Like it's almost thirty years of Simpsons. Okay. Uh, but yeah. I personally only think like the first 11 seasons are good and then I drop off after that. Uh, but yeah, they do have a lot of, I mean, they got the old movies. Uh, they've got Recess. You remember Recess? Did you ever watch that? Yeah. They got Recess on there, man. And I forgot about that. Apparently, that's sh- like it's never said in the show, but I think uh, I looked it up once that they- that whole show is supposed to take place at a school in Arkansas. Really? Yeah, I heard that. There might be a rumor, too, but
0: The Recess is still good. Recess still holds up. Wasn't there a live action?
1: No, but there was a movie.
0: Recess? Oh, there was a movie.
1: There was a movie, and the movie was really good.
0: Oh, really? Okay. The movie was
1: actually really, really good. (laughs) Okay. I haven't watched it since I was a kid, though. Maybe it's a result of nostalgia on that one.
0: I wonder if they had The Mighty Ducks. The Mighty Ducks was my shit.
1: The cartoon? The cartoon. They do? They do? They do. I saw it. That's pretty sick. They have Darkwing Duck. They have I Goof Troop. I saw that. Yep. Uh, they have a they bunch have bonkers. of shit. They have Bonkers. They got that, too. But most importantly, and I think everyone, is, this is the reason they got it, is they have The Mandalorian. Did you watch it? I haven't watched it yet, so we can't talk about it. <laughs>
0: Fuck. Yeah. I watched the first episode. S- episodes two came out yesterday. I'm just going to say this about it. We talked multiple times about... Our feelings on Star Wars. I am the Resident Star Wars fanboy. Mm-hmm. But I am tired of the uh magic samurai bullshit, <laughs> the, the Jedi.
1: The force. I
0: need a good smuggler story.
1: You need a gritty, you need the underbelly of Coruscant story, is what exactly.
0: you exactly. This is it. This scratches the itch. This is it. I'm not gonna say that it is amazing. I think that there's a lot of not necessarily pacing issues, but I think that there was a lot of awkward moments okay. in the first five minutes. But once it kicks into the action, like it surprised me that Disney allowed a certain thing to happen. Like All right, then. that they would go to that level of gore. They didn't show it, but the fact that they insinuated it, insinuated it yeah. and led up to it, I'm just like That's fucking tight. And then when you watch like the rest of the episode, it's it's really fucking solid. Okay, it's a a really good show.
1: That's what everyone's been telling me is that it was really, really good. And I was going to watch it on my flights back home yesterday. But I figured this was something that my wife would probably want to watch with me. So uh, I held off and we're going to watch by the time the next recording happens. I think every episode comes out on Friday. So we will watch all three episodes and then we can talk about it on the next podcast. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, because John Favreau helped write on this. George Lucas got pulled in on some parts. I saw parts of him like sitting behind with the directors and like looking at stuff with them. So George wow. Lucas is there too. Uh, but yeah, I've heard very good things about the Mandalorian. But, yeah, probably
0: because uh, the the mainline Star Wars movies have been sucking. That's why they uh, they pulled him in. They were just like, "We need you. Come." Give man, us your- there's a
1: lot of people that will defend Rogue One, but I, it, I'm not one of them. I can't do it. I
0: think that Rogue One is a legitimately good movie. The ending's cool. Like, I like
1: the the fight scene and all that stuff. But that, again, I have told this story on this podcast before, but that was a movie where I was like, let's go watch it because this looks awesome. So I went and watched Mm -hmm. it, and then I realized halfway through what the movie was about. And I was like, oh, it's the story behind the people that got the plans for the Death Star to, uh, what was it, Ma Mothra? And and the rebels and I was like oh Grand Marth, talk, tar, uh, not Tarkin. Tarkin I'm talking about the leader of the resistance the leader oh. of the rebels Mom, Mar- Mom Martha or something something she's got a weird fucking name uh no I'll get into Grandma Tarkin here in a second but <laughs> uh yeah halfway through I realized I was like oh I don't want to see a movie about this basically at the part where Mad Mickelson dies spoilers I don't care I'm like oh. I don't care about this movie anymore. But no, that final part's pretty good, except for like the Darth Vader Leia parts. That stuff looked really bad. I didn't like it. You think the Darth Vader scene was bad? The Darth Vader scenes. Let me rephrase that. The Darth Vader Vader scenes fine, but the Leia part, how they made her. Yes. That part looks real bad, and so does Grandma Tarkin. So does Grandma Tarkin, or or not? Yeah, Tarkin looks real bad.
0: I didn't think that Tarkin looked as bad as Leia like you could see that, that that was like a plastic model like turning around and doing yeah. the bare minimum movement
1: like it well the thing is with Tarkin is the whole time when I first saw him I said I said to myself I was like there's something off about this like something just looks weird and then they kept we got to see Tarkin more and more and I leaned over to my wife I said I don't think like that's CG right she goes shut up I'm trying to watch a movie. <laughs> And then come to find out, I'm like, oh, no, yeah, he's totally fucking CG'd in. (laughs) Like, that is fucking, I mean, they can't put the actor in there. He's been dead for years. So, but I don't know, man. But, yeah, Mandalorian looks good. I'm going to give it a shot. I think instead of going with a two-hour movie that I think something, a series like this needs to be done. And, again, I agree with you. I'm tired of the fucking, the future nights. I don't want to see anything about the Force anymore. I want to see, like, there is one book. I can't remember what the name of the book is, but it's the story of, like, all of the smugglers and bounty hunters. It it, it, it talks about uh, IG-88. It talks about uh, Bosk. It talks about, you know, Boba Fett. It talks about Dangar. It talks about everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really good. Because before George Lucas came out and said, like, oh, the extended universe doesn't exist and it's not canon.
0: That was they- not him that said that. Who was it? That was Disney. Whatever. George it's, Lucas was it, all about the extended universe because that was less work that he had to do.
1: Whatever. He sold it to his. He, he fuck him. Fuck George Lucas. I don't like George Lucas. No. What I was saying is the extended universe. Like, there's a super cool storyline. Like, everyone's like, oh yeah, Boba Fett died in the uh, Sarlacc pig. I'm like, nah, fool. He was able to mentally keep himself alive, and then he got out, and then became basically he reformed the Mandalorians and became yep. the leader of the Mandalorians and was like a very pivotal character in a lot of the things that happened in the rest of the universe. Mm hmm. So I don't know. Mandalorian looks good, man. I mean, I see stormtrooper stormtrooper helmets on stakes and it looks pretty, pretty
0: good. <laughs> no, it's, it surprised me because I did not go into that thinking it was going to be good. I thought that they were going to Disney fight like they did every fucking thing else. Yeah.
1: This might be a situation like I did with HBO now. Or HBO Go, whichever one it ended with, is I will have this service until that show is over. Yeah. Like I did with Game of Thrones. There every I season know. I would keep it for however many months I needed to keep it, and then I would cancel it and then I would start it back up whenever I needed to.
0: That would be the way that I would treat it, but Tiff like wants to like inseminate the the Disney gene into my son's DNA and I can just yeah, this do nothing good. but watch. Uh, this horror. has
1: you remember that Mickey cartoon that I said that was like a mixture of Mickey Mouse and Red and Stimpy and Rocco's Modern yes. Life. And all? That's yes, that's on there because
0: we went looking for that and we were looking for the Bloodborne episode. I know it's not called the Bloodborne episode, but it's, it's a the Halloween episode, episode. Yeah, and it's not on there. I don't think that, that was an like actual episode. I think that's just a clip. It. No, it was it was a special. It was a forty five minute special. Oh shit! And it's Maybe. not fucking on there.
1: Well, it's on YouTube. So. Bullshit. But and then the final thing that I did, I picked up my way home from uh, the airport yesterday. I picked up Pokemon Sword. OK, and uh, I'm going to let you go through your week and then I will start once you're done with your week. I will talk about Pokemon Sword because it's going to segue into one of our news articles. So
0: that's fine, because all I'm going to say is I was dying and I could barely do anything. That's a lie. That's not true. <laughs> I had owned it since it came out, but I did not get my first taste of it until today. I only got like 30 minutes into an hour. I got my first taste of Death Stranding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I listened to Giant Bomb's podcast
1: about this thing. Their three-hour podcast. Okay, so I this is a fucking game, man. <laughs>
0: this this is a game. This is a game. Now I want to preface this. If you've listened to the Megavision sideshow, if you listened to the Snatcher episode, that was my first episode on there. I am known to be historically a Kojima fan. Yes. There is not a game that he's been involved in that I did not like with the exception of Castlevania Lords of Shadow, which wasn't really even his fault because he was a producer on it and producers don't really do shit. Right. Pretty much anything that he's touched I have thoroughly enjoyed. You can't really gauge a lot from a half hour or an hour, but there is a lot that's thrown at you in that time. <laughs> I'm trying all, to put it into words. I'm all to I know
1: all I know about this game so far is that there are pee and poo-poo
0: bombs. That's all I know. <laughs> so there is. <laughs> There was an article that we were planning on talking about last week. Yes, that makes a lot more sense. We had Kojima, an entire we
1: had an entire fucking docket made for last
0: week. We had an entire docket and then we scrapped it. Kojima is now planning on hitting the silver screen. He wants to do either TV shows or he wants to do movies. Whatever.
1: Um, this man cannot make a three hour movie. This no, man he has he to do a to TV do, show.
0: He needs to get a Netflix deal. Yes, because this is like a fucking saga like it's everything is so long-winded and there's so much emphasis on symbology like within the first half hour I've watched six people just cry in front of a camera and no one's telling me why (laughs) like they just take a good 30 seconds per clip and I just see Norman Reedus looking at the camera and he's crying it's so you have you have uh uh del toro looking into the camera just crying that's it it's so weird that norman reedus is in this norman reedus
1: has had such a crazy ass comeback story
0: yeah like what was he doing before the walking dead Blade? Like, I know that he did... I didn't know he was in Blade. <laughs> he was in Blade I 1? In, uh, I didn't know he was in Blade 1. I knew that Wesley Snipes was in Blade 1. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, Boondock like, Saints? Like, I know that he did the Boondock Saints. I know about the Boondock Saints. And the sequel that came out. But other that than that, out. he was just like, let's hit the restart button. I'm in Zombies now. And That's now he's fine. in... Arguably... I don't know what the budget was. I, I'm really curious what the budget was for Death Stranding. Because... I have a base PS4 and it looks fucking gorgeous on there. Like usually like God of War or other games like they will say like, oh, PS4 Pro enhanced and it will be a little bit choppy. Like my frame rate will drop. Yeah. I don't know what they did with this game. It's run phenomenal. It's run phenomenal. (laughs) So good that you knock shit off your table. (laughs) Exactly. That's uh... the story is
1: interesting. Um to start, much. To not to cut you, not to cut you. I
0: mean, this is a game that I will probably never see myself playing. <laughs> no, this is not a game for you. I don't know if you've ever been like that deep into Kojima games. No, the most I would tell you is like you can play Metal Gear Solid, and that's the only game that you should play. even then. Those don't really appeal to me that much,
1: except for okay. Revengeance. I like Revengeance, but that's not a traditional Metal Gear game.
0: Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. No, it's not a traditional Metal it's Gear. Devil it's Devil May
1: Cry and Devil and Metal Gear put together.
0: But this game is really it should have been like a Netflix series. It would work as a Netflix series. You could get more Marita no business in it. <laughs> being a game. It has no business being a game. So what you do is you take packages, items, and you find them across the world. Mm -hmm. And you just bring it to another area. And then things happen along the way. And that's what's interesting. The gameplay itself is not interesting. It's what happens to you that's interesting. Now, for somebody like me, that's okay because I value storyline. Like I think that's really, really cool. There's a lot of internet play too,
1: right? What's that? There's a lot to do with like other people that have done
0: these missions that might help you out throughout the way, right? Yeah, there's like this pseudo-social media aspect to it. So like, whenever you complete a mission, depending on how well you do, you get likes online. Saying like, oh, you know, you did like a perfect job. 233 people liked that. I'm like, what do you mean? To- I'm offline. No <laughs> one can see me play What are you talking Is about? Is this game no, getting kids ready to be influencers? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the The premise of the story is that apparently the United States as a concept is gone. It doesn't exist anymore. Something happened. These BTs, which they haven't really explained that yet, heard those guys came in and crazy. just fucked everything up. So this dude named Sam Porter Bridges works for a company called Bridges, and he is called a porter. It's revealed that he's not actually a person. He's like some replicant. I think that's what they called it. I may have gotten Uh-oh, the name here wrong. Oh, there we go. <laughs> but and granted, I've only played like an hour. But he is someone special more or less. He's not he's not a, a normal traditional human being. He's he's someone special, but he is able to like sense these BTs or the the death stranding. I don't I don't He's got the spider sense. I don't know sense. what they were calling it, but he's he's got spider sense. He's got spidey sense. He can he can sense when something's coming by, and he's got all these markings all over him. And because of the markings, or maybe an experience that has to do with all these handprints on him, he is deathly afraid of people touching him. So like people will go to like shake his hand, and he'll just like look at them and just like walk away. And, and this is Norman like, Reedus, right? <laughs> okay, this is Norman Reedus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But it's it's still it's really well done. The most interesting aspect I've seen so far is that there's this thing called the time fall. Yeah. And it's these torrential rains that come by. And if you get caught in those rains, you age rapidly. So when the rains come, you'll see like plants like shoot out of the ground and then instantly wither away and die. Mm-hmm. Like it's well, that's the how, concept that's- is interesting. And there's more than just Sam bridges doing all this transportation thing. There's apparently other companies like there's this one chick named fragile. Apparently she's also transporting shit too.
1: Well, that's how the whole, like, because with with being online and stuff like that, people can leave, like, ladders and shit for you for other people to use. Or they can hmm. use, like, they can leave, like, uh, recharge stations to, like, recharge a vehicle or something like that. And the reason that that is possible and it's not game-breaking is because these time falls come through and destroy everything. Huh. So that way, it's constantly always has to be, like, like, oh, you could be, like, oh, I left that. Ladder there on my mission four hours ago. You can use it. You're like, nah, man. Timefall came through. Like, can't do that. It's like, it's like a global reset all the time. That's
0: crazy. This game shouldn't be a game. (laughs) This game is something really interesting. No, no, no. Like, I get the argument. Yeah, I really do. But I like the idea of this being a game. Like, I know it's. I'm gonna get super frustrated later on down the road because I can already see it. The entire purpose of the game is for you to pick up as many boxes as you can and not fall over yeah and you can't That's fall over <laughs> you get over you'll fall i've already followed over i'm just like shake yeah and i only had four boxes and i'm just like you gotta make sure that you're not going over your weight limit i'm like fuck you shut and up you have to distribute them it's crazy man it's it's a fascinating game
1: you should have got the collector's edition and got the 12 pound baby
0: I should have I, I got the steel book I didn't even know I got the steel book I, I didn't even realize that I pre-ordered this shit And they were just like hey you got a steel book I'm like oh fucking sweet <laughs> It looks super cool too But That's The little bit of Death Stranding that I've played Um I really want to go back and play it But Tiff has weaseled me into Playing Luigi's uh, Mansion Yeah. <laughs> um I've never really played a Luigi's Mansion. I've dabbled with it. Yeah, neither. I've have I've i never really dived in. This game is great. That game. Like, I've this heard game is a lot good. of fun. I should have got that like, over
1: Pokemon Sword. <laughs> it's
0: it's it, it it's a kid's game. It's super easy. It's super yeah. simple. But just watching the stupid gags with the ghosts and shit like that, mm. it's great. Yeah. Like each floor has a different theme. Like you got the cook ghost, and he's he's like. I don't remember what he was doing. He was like throwing knives at you, throwing tomatoes, and there was a turkey involved somehow. I don't remember. Uh, There was like this medieval area where this king would ride around on a horse and shit like that. However, the one thing I'm going to say is that there's one really huge bullshit part, and that was the music stage because there was this maestro behind a piano, and he just fucking hits you whenever he wants to. And it was like, oh, you're over there? Fuck you. Takes like three cheers to the face, bitch. Well, I've heard the premise is you're trying to
1: get to the top of this tower, but all the ghosts stole all the keys off of the elevator. So... Yeah,
0: all the buttons to the elevator are gone. And you have to defeat one. So you have to kill one. each of the ghosts to get them. It's it's a, it's a cute little game. I'm about halfway through. I'm on like the seventh floor. It's I'm in this giant game. garden. Yeah, it's it's Luigi Ghostbusters. And I will say, Luigi is the best Ghostbuster is he? <laughs> he is the best Ghostbuster because he is such a little bitch, but he soldiers on, and I can appreciate that. Yeah, that's the best thing about him.
1: Yeah, I've heard. Uh, that's one of those games, that one of those franchises that I played a little bit of the first one. Never really played the second one because it was on DS. But mm-hmm. apparently, that each of the games have been progressively getting better and better. Like two brought in, like I think it brought the in dog. It brought in the dog. I think it brought in, like, being able to smash the ghosts around and, like, do more damage to them and stuff like that. That, that shit wasn't in the first one. In the first okay. one, I think you just had the – you just sucked them in, and I think you might have had the flashlight, and I think that was it. Okay. But the second one started in, bringing in more stuff, and then the third one brought in even more shit. So.
0: Yeah. Like, I, there are so many different functions that I don't know – this is my critique of the game. That game is great but the control scheme I think is shit. I've it's heard the really, controls really annoying.
1: like some it's got weird tank controls is what I've been hearing.
0: I wouldn't say tank controls but it switches between dual stick and single stick. Yeah. Like depending on what action that you're taking. So if I'm using my flashlight or if I'm using my my uh my vacuum mm-hmm. it goes to this twin stick strafing thing. And if oh, I don't yeah. want to do that I have to hold down the B button, and then I can freely move around with my. That's weird. My vacuum, but if I go ahead and use the, um. The plunger, because now you have this plunger that you can shoot at something, suck up the wire, and then ah. throw the the furniture or whatever you have stuck to it around to get around different areas. It's got a d- completely different control scheme. So the way that they try to fix that. Is by putting the same buttons on your shoulder buttons. So you can either use the face buttons or you can use the shoulder buttons. How's that work? But the problem is, is that none of this is in first person. None of this is in third person. It's fixed camera third person. So I will try to accurately control my vacuum as I move around. But I'll say, OK, I want to go left, but I end up turning right because I'm facing Luigi and okay. nothing is like it's like looking at a mirror. So it's it's a mm. little annoying. It's a little frustrating. OK, I see. But outside of that, the game is good. And that's what matters.
1: There you go. Maybe I should pick it up soon and that'll be my first Luigi or my first uh, Luigi's Mansion game.
0: Yeah. Uh two more things uh the outer worlds how far have you gotten
1: i haven't picked it back up
0: <laughs> you haven't picked it back up no nah. uh, i ended up beating the outer worlds that game is really good
1: i've heard really uh, good don't... things about it it's got what is about 15 20 hour game and uh if you do just the main story mode and it has tons of replayability
0: i would say it's even shorter than that is it um there's there is quite a bit of uh replayability the ending is a little bit underwhelming. Um, I know that I praise the game for it its it, like it's uh charisma system right and it's uh it's skill checks. I kinda now think back and say, I wish I had percentiles back instead of hard checks because I wanted to make my person like incredibly charismatic. I want to be able to talk my way out of anything right. I want to talk my way out of the final boss and that just <laughs> did not end up happening. Yeah. I didn't have a high enough score in like one or two areas, which kind of sucked. But that final boss is a one. It's underwhelming too. It's a huge amount of fucking bullshit. So they throw you in. and It's like, yeah, we got this giant mech that we're going to make you fight. I'm like, of all the bullshit that I've done, now you're just throwing it down to, like, this giant no-name mech with an enemy that I know nothing about. Like, the main antagonist that they throw out there, you don't meet her until, like, the very last stage. Like, you, there's no interaction with her. Which is really annoying because when you're trying to grab a player to start going after, like, the big bad, it's kind of like what happened in fall, uh, Far Cry 3. Mm-hmm. You're constantly going after... Um, Voss, I don't know if you played Far Cry 3. I did not. Okay. Far Cry 3, you spend the majority of your time being chased by this psycho loon, highly charismatic but this psycho loon named Voss. He's like he goes through this uh this um speech about like, you know, what's the meaning of insanity and he just loses his fucking mind. But you kill him halfway through the story. And then they throw in this other main bad guy that you know nothing about. You like you don't care.
1: Ah, but they okay. make you do
0: like one stage with him trying to take him down. And then the game ends. It's kind of like the same thing that they did with the outer of uh, the outer worlds.
1: God, get it right.
0: <laughs> um, I, have,
1: I immediately ruined
0: it at the last episode. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's your fault. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, yeah, here's here's a robot. And then this robot is just, like, all he does is walk around, shoot at you, and then charge at you. It's these—they throw all these, like, ads at you. There's, like, a bunch of these little, like, electric bees that show up, and they're constantly shooting at you, and you can't get away. All my party members just fucking die. And I'm just, like, I have to constantly keep play this game of keep away. Yeah. But I've been stockpiling all my ammo, so it was, it was okay, <laughs> but— but isn't that when it game, goes into the end
1: more of like a, the experience than like the adventure than the ending, though, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Don't finish the game, I guess. That's the best <laughs> way I can put it. Don't finish the game because the ending that they give you, it's like they do like these little checks. OK, OK. Did you do your companion quest? OK, here is what ends up happening to this companion. But it's not like you get to see them live it out. Oh. They give you a paragraph of what happens. Oh, that sucks. So it's a little underwhelming. It's got to be uh, due
1: to the budget. Like, they only had a certain amount they could work with, so maybe... Yeah, yeah. Oblivion,
0: Oblivion's not that... It's a big uh, studio, comparatively, but it's not, like, a giant studio. They didn't have, like, it's not Bethesda. a AAA <laughs> budget. It was a A game, but they didn't have, like, a huge budget like Bethesda would for Fallout. Right, right. Still a solid game. Don't finish it. Just keep on playing. It. <laughs> and then the last thing, I don't know if you've been following it, and it may not end up in the podcast but have you been following the Guilty Gear news that has been coming out
1: I've been seeing some of it we are getting some very mixed reviews about this stuff man it is yeah I don't know how I'm feeling about this one
0: have you are you following the reviews that have been coming out of Arc Revo 2019
1: no I've just been seeing okay. like some of the shit like people are like oh they're not dumbing it down but I think trying to make it accessible to new players might be killing it a bit
0: So, I've looked at a lot of gameplay. I've looked at a lot of breakdowns and what they are explaining. Um, There's a lot of changes. Uh, First off, uh, one thing that I think is actually a good thing is that there's no longer one-frame grabs. Uh, It's now... There's a whole whiffing animation. So, if you go to grab, you're actually going to grab somebody. It's no longer like... Oh, you you fucked up a move. Let me just reach out and touch you and then immediately go into the grab and then punish you after that. Oh wow. I think that's okay. But the biggest thing that I'm seeing from this new Guilty Gear is that they are reducing the effect they're they're taking away the pressure that you put on your enemies. What what Guilty Gear what makes Guilty Gear unique compared to other fighting games is that the neutral game is almost non existent.
1: No, it's rushdown all the time.
0: High attack, high defense. Even with it's,
1: slower characters, it's still rushdown.
0: It's it's high combos, it's you're going in there and you're just trying to fucking punish them. And if you fuck up a move, if you if you're too slow, you just gotta defend. Defend yeah. until you get your chance to get in there. There's no neutral, there's no footsies. The the footsie game is just get in there.
1: They're trying to bring just putzies. immediately
0: jump in there. Now I think they're trying to soften that up. One of the ways I see them doing that is with the stage transitions. At first when we were looking at straight stage transitions. I'm like, Oh wow, that's really fucking cool. Yeah. But when they start talking about the mechanic on how it works, it's more of if you deal, if you do like a six move combo and smash somebody into the fucking wall, then they'll transition. So then it's you're stop- back to neutral. So
1: it stops your combo.
0: <laughs> exactly the the, I forget the term for it, but like when you're actually like banging somebody up against the wall and you're just wall comboing them. Yeah, that shit is gone
1: because you just break through.
0: With that said, I think they've increased the damage. Okay. Because I'm seeing some moves that Soul is doing. He's doing almost two thirds damage just with a full bar. Jeez, It's insane. Some of the benefits that they're giving with uh stage transitions is that if you initiate a stage transition, um your meter goes up faster. You'll get a boost in your meter. So if
1: you do it, if you're the one you're the reason if that it goes If you do
0: up. it, your meter's going up. Okay, which that's I cool. think is a good trade reward because they're really trying to emphasize meter use. Uh YRCs, yellow Roman cancels, or just Roman cancels in general, all that stuff is changing. Now, if you do a Roman cancel next to somebody, it slows them down. So What the fuck? Yeah. So, before that, let me backtrack a little bit. Now, not all moves can induced knockdown knockdown is a strategy that in guilty gear has been around for a while where if you knock the person down you'll be able to gain screen position you'll be able to hit them on the ground you're able to you know put yourself in an advantageous place now like down dust or or 2d is the only way that you're going to be able to knock them down there's very specific moves that's unique that's not unique to every that's the same for everybody in order to knock them down
1: oh okay
0: now, when you do combos, if you YRC or if you do the Roman cancel, it will slow their descent down, which means you can punish them after you Roman cancel. So I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to give a lot of options to the players um, as they take away combos because now Gatling combos are gone. Um Gatling combo is if you lead off with a punch, you you would be able to do a combo of any combination as long as the first hit is a punch and the last hit is a hard slash. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you would in XR and the older Guilty Gears, you would just be able to throw out a five-hit combo just like that. Yeah, if boom if, boom I, if I got boom. you, if I check you, I'm doing a five-hit combo because I could just button mash my way through there. Now they're taking that away. Now punch doesn't co- uh, chain into anything but punch. So punch is now going to be like a check, like you know, oh, uh, you're gonna know, move forward. Right? Let me see, let me see where you're weak at. Let me okay. see where you're not paying attention. Are you down here? You up here? So there's a lot of changes that are coming.
1: Um, let me let me ask I, you this: Are these okay. changes? Do you do you think these changes are for good? Or like, are the better or for the better?
0: I think that diehard fighting game fans and diehard Guilty Gear fans are gonna walk into this and say it's different it's possibly even slower but it's okay this is this kind of like the same thing that's been going on that happens this is the same thing that happened when xr came to the scene when everyone was playing x2 for the last 10 years that shit was fast years (laughs) uh yeah you want to talk about a fast game x2 is a fucking fast game and when XR showed up, everyone was bitching about it because it was slowed it down a little bit. Because it slowed it down a little bit, there were some mechanics that you know that were introduced in XR that everyone was saying it was like, "Oh, this is going to break the game." And Xart ended up being the most popular in the series. <laughs> yep. So far. Yeah. It. I mean, I don't think I'm wrong. I think that XR is incredibly um, popular, successful. For yeah, what yeah it, is. it is. It is. I mean, it had how so many? I think that, it had XR. It had how many expansions? <laughs> It had two expansions. It's yeah. not the most, but you got to think X2 is being melted because Arc System Works lost the rights to it, and Sega was trying to make their money back. Yeah, that's why we got Accent Core. That's why we got Accent Core Plus and Rev <laughs> and all that other shit. God, we got so. That's why many. we got Guilty Gear Two. But with XR, we saw a lot of changes, and people weren't happy about it. But it brought people into the scene. I think that the way that Daisuke is looking at it, and Daisuke is the lead developer for it, is that, yeah, we may lose people coming into 2020, but if we make the mechanics less convoluted, it's not that it's easier. The mechanics are less convoluted. They're trying to make it more straightforward. If we make things less convoluted, more people will come to play the game. And it'll be more successful. Yeah. Okay. Only time will tell it that. I'm going to say I feel like a lot of people on the internet are probably wouldn't agree
1: with you there because there's been a lot of backlash probably on not. Twitter.
0: Probably not, and I think that there is a lot of, you know, th- there's a reason why they say that. And I think that they are in the right to a certain extent because I like XR. And I like XR for what it is. Mm. I wouldn't necessarily want to see a lot of changes. I just want to see like make it look pretty and shit like that. If you want to make it more technical, I'm fine with that too. Um, because there's even more stuff that I didn't get into um, because it I would need, like, my list, my sheet <laughs> going into the details because it's gotten that fucking deep. Like, the risk system is completely, like, changed up. I don't know if you know what the risk system, but it's a part of the I guarding system. Nope, I got no um, idea. It, I thought I, just, like, it, I thought I knew Guilty Gear until I met you. <laughs> there's just a lot of changes that have come in. And people are just like, this is bullshit. But we'll see what ends up happening. I've got my fingers crossed. I'm I'm a die hard. Yeah. I love Guilty Gear, not necessarily because of the fighting game itself. Even though, yes, I love it. It's because of the lore and the aesthetic, and it's rock and heavy metal. Even, like fuck. Even though you
1: don't like the music. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Let me rephrase that. You don't like the lyrics. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's fine. But, <laughs>
0: I have listened to Smell of the Game, the Guilty Gear 2020 promotional track, at least 300 times in the last two weeks. Did
1: you see Little... My
0: son caught me listening to it one day, oh, yeah. and he's been playing it on fucking repeat.
1: And you had to stop it because
0: he said I just bullshit hear him screaming blazing. screaming in the back of the car, that is bullshit blazing, and I'm like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs>
1: Did you see that uh, Little V and Rashad uh, came out with a a cover of that Friday? no yeah you should go check it out
0: okay i did like big blast sonic so i
1: didn't listen to it but uh yeah he got and i I think i'm saying his name right uh but he does a lot of the metal covers and stuff or a lot of metal versions of video game music
0: okay I'll, i'll go check it out
1: yeah uh anyway is that it for you that is it. We can go into Pokemon. Okay, so let's go into the Pokemons. Uh, I picked up Pokemon Sword yesterday because ever, yes. everyone in my magic group has been not shutting the fuck up about this game. Literally, my friend Zach bought it the day I think. Could you get it? I think you could get it Wednesday night at like eleven o'clock or something. You could go to GameStop and get it. It was like a pseudo midnight release because it came out on Thursday or something like that. Oh no,
0: oh. I think it came out yesterday.
1: Okay, then that was Thursday night. Sorry. Work's been really busy, so days have been blending. So, but they went and got it, and, like, he posted it, like, 4 o'clock the next day. and was like, yo, look at my team. And it was, like, 50s and 52s already. And uh, the game is fine. That's what I'm going to say. The game's fine. It's a Pokemon game. Uh, Is it good? uh, The game is
0: fine. (laughs) I'm trying not to laugh, because if I laugh, I end up coughing my brains out. Yeah, so. uh,
1: I, It's good. <coughs> I like it. Like, it's Pokemon on a Switch, which is fun. Uh, this is going to go into our next news, or, or our first news article, but do I think that half of the national decks sh- should have been cut for what we got? Not at all, because... Uh there there's there's some rough stuff in this game. Like there's just some rough graphical things that they that Game Freak said like, "Oh yeah, this is the reason that all of the Pokémon won't be in it because, you know, we want to focus on Pokémon moves and we want to po- focus on Pokémon animations and we want to focus on world interactions and how things look in the world." I'm perfectly fine with that. I'm perfectly fine with not having every what over 900 fucking Pokémon now in my I game. I think they hit 1000. A thousand, that even even more. But I'm saying I'm fine with you omitting some of them if you wanted to focus on this stuff. But the problem is they lied. They one hundred percent lied. And what really got me is I was watching I was you know, I I picked Grookey in the beginning, which is the grass monkey, because mm-hmm. hashtag team Grookey, that's just how I am. I even I looked at this shit. I stopped playing the game last night when they asked me to pick my starter so I could go and look up the final evolutions and look at what their stats were. And then it dawned on me that it didn't fucking matter (laughs) because I could go back later and breed Pokemon if I wanted to. But right. uh, I picked Grookey. I'm loving some of the animations, but then there's just some where you see it like, oh, this this Pokemon did double double kick. And it's Mm -hmm. and it literally the animation was it jumped up and down.
0: There was no no other animation. It just went boop boop. They kept the same animation. Yep. Because that's the same animation that it was for like X and Y.
1: Yeah. Or how it almost always has been. Speaking of which from Sun and Moon, your rival, his exact motions when he's talking in a conversation are the exact same models and animations, you know, from your rival from Sun
0: and Moon. I'm seeing that right now because if you look up hashtag Game Freak Lied, mm-hmm. like that's one of the first ones that I'm seeing. Yep, it's
1: uh, it's it's real bad. Uh, that's the thing. Like we and there's a lot of people saying like, oh, this is toxicity that gamers just aren't happy with what they got and all. They're never happy. No, this is a situation where I believe we as gamers would have been fine with having not as many Pokemon in it. If they were going to give every move and animation for the Pokemon that we did get in the game like there's literally in the Gigantamax or whatever they're called the big version raids and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. There's like one where you probably can see it in that tweet like that tweet thread where Grookey the he's huge and everything and his animation for like a seed bullet was literally just some seeds coming out of his head like out of his forehead like he didn't even like put his lips together and like shoot him out of his mouth or like throw him out of his hand it just went like brrr, like out of his forehead like this isn't good man like the pro- the like we we I'm talking about all these problems with the game and all that stuff it doesn't matter this this game has already fucking made millions upon millions of dollars and that's the one thing too is I'm talking in the my group my friends on Facebook and they're like, oh, my God, this is, like, the best Pokemon game I've ever played. And I'm like, man, am I just a different kind of gamer now? Like, am I a gamer where I just, like, look through the bullshit sometimes? Because they're like, well, I was, I was talking to them. I'm like, yeah, but, like, this looks really bad. Like, some of the fade-ins from, like, because, like, far away, stuff will fade in and out depending on how far away you are. And some of it just doesn't look good. Like, it looks really bad. And they're like, oh, don't be so, like, you know, why are you being so nitpicky and stuff like that? I'm like, because I paid fucking $60 for this game. Like, I am allowed to be nitpicky in this game. Like, games aren't, like, I saw it on there, too. Like, everyone wants to say that, like, oh, it's a luxury that we even got these games. And, like, don't be, don't bitch about. No, it's not. No.
0: It's, a, it's a product.
1: I can bitch about the thing that I paid for that did is not up to standard. Like. And the bad thing is, too, looking more into these news articles, is they have no intention of adding any more of these Pokemon in DLC or patches. Like, this is what we got. And half of that makes me wonder, too, is, like, game was Game Freak, like, pushed, like, really hard to get this shit out? So maybe that's why they were cutting all the corners and stuff? And, get, like, people, too, they bring up the Sun and Moon... Uh, Models, we wouldn't bring up the models in an argument point if they hadn't have said we're going to make these models better than what Sun and Moon were. A lot of these are literally almost one to one ratio, like one to one comparisons of models from Sun and Moon. Like, you can look it up in the article, I believe it says. The, the triangle count that's how that's how 3D models are rendered is like through triangles they're made up of a bunch of triangles the triangle count of a lot of the pokemon f- that are in sun and moon are the exact same that were in I'm sorry let me rephrase that that were that are in sword and shield are the exact same as from sun and moon and again like I said we wouldn't care we'd be fine with that we don't care about the models if They hadn't have said that they were cutting out more than 500 Pokemon from the national decks to focus on making these better
0: when obviously they didn't like, am I being too nitpicky? Like, I don't feel like I am. I can't say anything because I didn't, I didn't buy the game. I almost did. I'm not going to lie. I was going to, but I didn't. Um, I never cared about them cutting the roster. But what I do care about is them saying that they did it for a reason, yes. and then that reason turns out to be bullshit.
1: Yes. If you like, just cut it, them, if you would have just said, like, we wanted to cut this just because we we just
0: wanted to cut them. Okay. Yeah, fine. I don't, like, that That really doesn't bother me. Now, I'm not, like, a hardcore Pokemon player. You know, I do have my favorites. Most of them ended up in the game. Like, the one I'm missing out on is Seizor. I mean, I didn't get my Blastoise. yeah. I got Charizard I like goddamn because Charizard sells copies. Charizard Charizard and Pikachu. It's like the same thing with Pikachu, exactly. Charizard is number 2. But when I look at some of the the things from Game Freak lied, uh the the character models, the like going down to the triangle count yeah. on these models yeah. are identical to the Sun and Moon version. That shit's nuts. Yeah, like I said the problem is I'm I'm here like
1: complaining about it. But like the minute we're done with this podcast, I'm going to go back to playing it. The problem is like it's fun. Let me let me get on my old man soapbox for a second. Experience mm-hmm. share is garbage.
0: Well, they've had experience share since X and Y. OK, actually, they've had experience experience share since black and white.
1: Could you could you toggle it off?
0: Yes, you can't toggle it
1: off in this game. From what I've been seeing is you cannot toggle it off.
0: That's one thing that's that's been bothering me because I hear a lot of people saying like I love how Game Freak is respecting my time by allowing me to just blow through the game. I'm like, no, that's stupid. You're so overpowered that it may it trivializes everything. Yeah, give me the option to play the game how I want to.
1: Yeah, uh, I was like, I was playing it and my I told my my wife was watching me. She goes, she sits there a minute. She goes, wait. Why did all your Pokemon level up if you only had one fighting? And I looked at it, and I
0: went, right? <laughs> that was something that I noticed in X and Y, and I'm like, I don't want to do that because for the purpose of X and Y, and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. um, But I do know that if you fight certain Pokemon, you get EVs off of them. So if I fight, like, Arattata, yeah, I get speed EVs. It's going to boost up my speed if I keep on fighting them. hmm from what I understood, if the experience share was on, everyone shares those EVs. I don't know that much into that, which is not something that I wanted. Which is why I also appreciated in X and Y they had like that little trainer mode because I sucked at EV training. Yeah, but I can play the fuck out of the mini game. Yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. boost up my shit to where it needed to be. That's when I had like um, a
1: almost five EV perfect EV uh, fucking Kangaskhan.
0: Yeah, with Mega, yeah, mega
1: Kangascon was so fucking yeah, broken.
0: Yeah, that, that shit was fucking dumb. Yeah. But now when you're just... If you're saying that you can't turn off the experience share, that's... Again, I haven't played the game. I've only played the game for four to six hours.
1: I haven't researched it enough. So you might be able to... At the time of this recording, I do not know if you can turn it off or not. But I am under the assumption from what I've read online that you cannot... So that might be a lot. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, now. Going back to the experience share. I haven't even done my first badge challenge yet. Which I've heard the the gyms are super fucking cool. It makes it. It's a different kind of thing where you're in a stadium with people. Like the crowd is roaring around you. And like you're doing a bunch of stuff. That makes it kind of cool. But the problem is I have level 20 Pokemon before my first badge.
0: My starter is level twenty. Have they? Re- did you look up like what your first gym battle? No, is level that I have not. The
1: problem, the thing is, right before you go to the first town where or the first city where the first gym is, you get to an area called the wild areas. Which the wild areas are just a huge open area with just random level Pokemon. I have fought level eight Pokemon all the way up to level twenty six Pokemon right now. And they're just mm-hmm. walking around, and there's certain areas where this is the rainy area, or this is like the rainy lightning area, or there's just like this, there's this like spooky tower over in the left side where there's a bunch of haunters and ghastlies and dusk, uh, dust skulls and all that stuff, and I've just been. I've just been going around fighting shit and that's where the 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 max raids come in there's points where you can go and do the uh, giga whatever they're called the big fucking battles you can go in there and do those and you get a currency by doing those you get special items like I got a TM right in the beginning that is like actually pretty fucking good and I got it from doing one of those raids. So, and ge- okay. and getting the currency, like, once you beat one of those giant Pokemon, or if you just go up to where one of the giant Pokemon would be, you just get a currency called Watts. And you can turn those Watts in. Like, right now, if I had 3,000 Watts, I could get the TM for Psychic. I could get the TM for Overheat, which is one of the best physical fire moves ever. Like, if I just had it, and I could just get it before my first gym. So I don't know. Again, I am a thirty-one-year-old man playing a game intended for children. So maybe I should, should just fuck the shut. Th- maybe I should just fuck the shut up.
0: <laughs> What'd you look up? What'd you find? So I was looking up to see what level you should be roughly for your gym battle. Uh huh. Uh, nineteen and twenty for your first one. For your first one. Really? Okay then maybe so it looks like you're meant to go travel around for a little bit. Okay. Like I said, it looks like that, that was intended. Like I said, I'm going to keep playing it. I don't know
1: how much post game there is. I've heard like the like the main story game is great, but then the post game like starts kind of suffering a little bit. But I'm going to keep playing it. Fuck, I spent $65 on it with tax, so I might as well play it. Yeah. But Oh, the wild areas that I was talking about, the big wide open areas that are basically totally like I really feel like that are in, uh influenced by Breath of the Wild. They're cool. Mm-hmm. They're it's cool. It's all right. Like I said, I've only 6 hours into the game, so that's about as much as I could talk about it. Uh Grookey's awesome. I I want all of the starters. That's the thing. Like I want a score bunny, I want a Grookey and I want a Sobble because Sobble... Dude, Sobble turns into a fucking Pokemon called Inteleon, who is the fucking spy Pokemon. Because he has camouflage. And his hidden ability is Sniper, which instead of critical hits doing 150 damage or percent damage, they do 225 percent damage. And. That's dumb. He has his. Out of all the three starters, like final forms, he has the highest speed and the highest special attack. That's dumb. Yeah, Score Bunny is score Bunny has the high one of the highest speeds and he's more physical fire and then grookey is just like hp attack and def, like he's beef boy like his final form
0: i thought they usually do the grass types i i take that back sir or whatever the snake. superior fucker.
1: yeah he was supposed to be whatever. the fast one or something like that yeah but i've all and then like the one time what was it in black and white where we got emboar and i was like what the fuck yep. is this this is a slow-ass fire pokemon i don't want this shit <laughs> I,
0: I, love Emperor, I mean, I'm coming. So I'm fat. coming
1: off of Infernape, who was one of the best fucking final
0: evolve forms ever. Yeah, besides Blaziken, like that. Well, Blaziken Furn
1: got Ape. amazing with X and Y because of that one fucking. You could get that one ability. speed boost, speed boost every fucking speed turn. Boost is stupid. It's so fucking good. Fucking Torchic.
0: Anyway, I'm gonna keep playing the game, and if I want to ask this question. What's the what's the significance of the like the Gigatrix or whatever it's called? You can
1: capture Pokemon that aren't readily available in the wild, and like you also get a bunch of shit for capturing them. Like you get, like I said, you could get TMs and you can get all this other mm-hmm. shit just by completing the battle. You don't even have to capture it. Like you do, so you fight it to get a chance to capture it. You don't mm-hmm. automatically get it either.
0: So well, the only one I've done, I caught though. And the good thing is But when, go ahead. No, I was going to ask like for the gym battles, but you haven't done your gym battle. I'm like, "What what makes these Giga Pokemon battles or these these Tallboy Pokemon battles <laughs> different from like the Mega Evolutions or the Z-Power or whatever?" Well, any What makes it different from those? Any
1: Pokemon can do the Mega like the Giga Giga Max thing. So, like, mega, mega Evolutions was only specific to certain Pokemon, and I didn't mess with the Z-moves enough, but I, could you do Z-moves with every Pokemon?
0: I don't... Know. I think you could. I think it was based off a of type. I don't know. I didn't play Sun and Moon all that much.
1: This one is, like, any Pokemon can go into big boy mode. Okay. So, they they keep saying, like, we want the... like, we want to let those Pokemon that normally wouldn't get to shine, shine... That's why they cut the national decks by like five hundred. But the problem is, like, you're just forcing me to use Pokemon that I would never use. Now you're just making me use them because you didn't put the ones in that I was that I would use. You, you see that I don't don't take
0: away my choice. Here's my argument to that: every single Pokemon game had a set number of Pokemon that was readily available to you on that cart by itself. Okay, the significance. Of having all the other Pokemon from previous games that were not on that cart was if you wanted to, you know, test out or brew. I say brew because MTG, but like you wanted to bring your team from the older games back over. And you usually couldn't uh, play with those Pokemon that were not organic to the that core game until you beat the game. Correct. So... But now I understand the frustration, yeah. but it's not like anything's different. You always had to start off and play through the entire storyline with that core set of Pokemon. That's fine. I can agree with that. But also,
1: all right, let's just say in about five days when I fully beat the game and I would have gotten to the point where I did unlock the national decks. Now I don't have that. No. I can't do that. But I understand. No, right. I understand where you're coming from too. Like, yeah, you. There was a reason that I had to have like a fucking, you know, what uh, a a ferret for a certain amount of time, just because I had to have it until I got my good shit.
2: Mm-hmm. That's
1: just how it is. So, I don't know. Like I said, it's Pokemon. Pokemon's still gonna sell. Uh, hopefully, if we do get another Pokemon game soon, uh, maybe they're gonna change the way they do things because they're getting a lot of backlash.
0: I'm hoping that they do DLC. I hope. It, I hope so. I'm hoping man. that they can do DLC because what's the point of the Poké Bank if you're going to bring your Pokemon from Black and White on back mm-hmm. and X and Y and whatever, and then you hard lock it and now it's stuck in that bank. Well, the
1: thing is, not doing the anything. thing is, too, is if we have this game and then they don't do anything with this game, and then they make the next game where it has the full decks and all that stuff. Now, then, what the fuck is
0: this game even good for? Then, like, you, well, the way that I would that I would view it is that in a perfect world, you know, let's say that they don't add anything to it, the next mainline games that come out would have all the Pokemon that was not in this game sword and shield and then you would be able to move your pokemon over from
1: sword and that shield would be the here. perfect world i don't know man i mean like i said i'm gonna keep playing it and we'll see but i think a lot of people are just a lot of people are just wearing rose tinted glasses while playing this they're like oh it's good it's the first main you know it's on a main console and i'm like man y'all talking shit on that 3ds that 3ds did the fucking job Like yeah, my why does my switch like the game looks better, but when I saw some of those fucking move animations, I was like, really? Like, I just jumped up and down. That's all I did. Still, my favorite game is like. I need to find a way to be able to play Soul like 3DS games on stream without a fucking three hundred dollar capture card. I'll talk to you about that later because I want to play Soul Silver those aren't 3DS games but i want to play ds games i want to play soul silver and heart gold on there because soul silver is like my shit i love that game yeah. so much but yeah uh anyone that listens to this podcast and uh you play pokemon hit me up in the discord or anywhere and uh we could trade pokemon or whatever what the fuck do you do on
0: pokemon games anymore with each other <laughs> i don't know
1: i'll battle you with my bad animation
0: grookey right on all right uh next up Google has (laughs) this infamous reputation for trying to jump into something new and then not long after it just burying it alive. Are you rubbing your titties on camera? I mean, I wasn't going to point it out, but thank you
1: for doing it. I got to rub them on this new sweater I (laughs) got.
0: That sweater is pretty fucking
1: sweet. I am My buddy, My buddy from Blizzard sent me a Diablo Christmas sweater, so I'm going to see how this is going to go this Christmas.
0: I cannot wait to hear the
1: stories. It'll be real fun. Anyway. See,
0: my family knows what to expect when I show up with Baphomet on my fucking chest.
1: Hallie does it. Hallie's family doesn't.
0: Uh, My,
1: my <laughs> family does. Dude, this thing's got fucking <coughs> like Diablo's head on the front, Goatman on the sleeves. He's, hold on. There you go. And then, yep, there it is. And then just pentagrams all
0: Do over. Do they have the giant penis?
1: No, they got a big axe, though. <laughs> That's and there's pentagrams all over it. They're so. Unix. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. I love it.
0: I'm envious.
1: Sorry. Anyway, anyway Google killing everything. No, it's
0: fine. Uh, Google likes to kill a bunch of shit. We were both wondering when we were getting those sweet Google glasses. And then they found <laughs> out that they killed that shit too. That's what
1: we immediately looked for when we found this list. I was like, where's the Google glasses?
0: <laughs> but no, a couple months ago, uh, Google did a huge preference conference out of nowhere. Because I wasn't expecting it. Um, And they announced Google Stadia. Google Stadia, uh, just to recap, is a streaming service. Yep. Just no hardware, just a streaming service. So that you'll be able to play from your phone, your laptop, your tablet, your PC, um, maybe even your Xbox. I don't fucking know. Maybe. Just they market it as everything. And you're able to play your games whenever, wherever. With all the latency. They al- also <laughs> said that there was going to be a lot of features to come along with it. Like, you know, it's going to support Chrome, uh, Chromecast Ultra. Yep. Which, originally they were saying that their new fancy controller would only work with Chromecast Ultra. Yeah. Well, uh this past week, the <laughs> Google representatives did an AMA on Reddit, and then they start the people started asking a bunch of questions about oh what's what are these features and how they're going to work and there was a lot of bad news like how there's no family sharing so if you and a loved one get go in with Google Stadia together you can't share fucking games there's no stream connect there's no state share there's no crowd play no these achievements. Were the things there's there's no achievements uh there's no buddy passes so you can't let other people like fucking try it out if they have the subscription service yeah uh, all this shit releasing... that they said was going to be on there <laughs> yeah pretty much everything that was going to make stadia not necessarily unique but worth it is now gone yeah so and and even on top of that now some of those controllers or some of those like founders packs that they were launching with Stadia are going to come two weeks later. They're not going to come at launch.
1: Did you get the founders pack? Did you ever do that? You Fuck, said you- no. I'm not buying into this shit. You said back. I remember fully because this is around the time we started doing a podcast. That you're like, mm-hmm. I think I might get. I, I think I might get that. I'm gonna get that.
0: I really like the controller. I think the controller is really really cool. Like I still think the controller is really sleek. That is a sexy controller, dude. It's but I'm not fucking buying into this. It's
1: super weird to like start seeing shit that we were talking about when we first started this podcast, like starting Mm -hmm. to come out and come to fruition, and we're like, "Oh man, it is totally different now."
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, Um, that look, that controller is sexy. Don't get me wrong, Uh, and I may have said that I was going to get the uh, Stadia just for the fucking controller. But no, because there was issues like on this, on the, the showcase saying that there was latency issues yeah. from the get-go, which th- that would kill this. Yeah, that's that the was, whole thing. That was, that was, yeah. If, if your game does not has, if your, if your uh, platform has latency issues, you can't play the fucking game. How am I supposed to play Assassin's Creed? How am I supposed to play a one player game when all of my inputs lag behind two seconds yeah that's and, insane and if you can't do I can't that play with a, a fighting game with that no, i can't you, play a sports game with you that. can't play a shooter with no, this I play sports games shooters that's that's a real gamer genre yeah shooters um no i, ca- I can't use this
1: you can't play overwatch can't. with this overwatch will no. be on this because overwatch is on everything
0: <laughs> no i can't i can't do this so with this news it now seems like stadia is going to be dead on arrival um if it was any other company, if there was any other major company like let's say Amazon, I could see them trying to stick it out in the long run. But Google has Google is like the EA of the uh, of the tech world. Yep. They'll buy into something and then they'll just quietly kill it off.
1: Go to killedbygoogle.com to see a list of everything killed by Google.
0: <laughs> There's 190 things. Yup. It goes back all the way to things.
1: 2006 is the date the first thing was killed. There's Which a lot crazy. of things. Remember Google Plus? Do you yep. use
0: Google Hangouts? No, you won't. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I hate Google Hangouts. It just automatically pops up. Mm-hmm. Like, I've tried turning that shit off, and it just keeps on coming back. It's the fucking plague. I hate it. <laughs> the... I bought it. I didn't buy it. I downloaded it for two podcasts that I was on, and it wasn't even my own fucking podcast.
1: <laughs> I and downloaded it
0: just keeps on coming back. I downloaded it to play Monster Hunter with someone to, like, talk to them.
1: I was like, hey, why don't we use Discord? They're like, no, we use Google Hangouts. And I was like, all right. And then I never played with them again. And then Google Hangouts died. So you're
0: welcome everybody. <laughs> well, Google Hangouts didn't die yet. I think it's dying next year. It's on it's on the life support. All right. <laughs> Pull the cord. It's it's December it's, 2020. I still have a fucking year of this shit. <laughs> uh
1: but yeah, it sucks for developers that were banking on Google Stadia becoming a thing and getting their games out there. Uh, because if you're on a new platform like this and you're a new developer, it's so, it's most of the time a good thing. you're like, oh, we're one of the launch games for this video game like quote unquote video game system
0: but here's the thing like these are all games that already exist on other on other platforms yeah, yeah, like they don't have exclusives. does does Stadia have exclusives? Not that I know of let me look let me look at that right now. I know
1: Apple did. Or does their Apple game stuff does, but I can't think of anything exclusive. I'm
0: like, I'm really tempted to get like an iPhone for that. I know, I know, I know. We hate Apple. (laughs) I know. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying.
1: It's it's not. Don't do it. Don't get caught up in the hype. I know you have a lot of disposable income, but don't do it. We know because of the game game wave.
0: Shut the fuck up! Where is that thing? It's behind me. It's right there. Uh, I don't know. Is Kine on a game at Samurai Showdown? Is going to be available at launch. Kine, yeah, Kine is on Switch, isn't that that? They do have an exclusive. Uh oh. It's called Guilt.
1: That's G Y L T. That's fitting.
0: (laughs) Uh, and then to be announced. At a later date, not in 2020 or 2019, there is an exclusive called Get Packed. Okay. And that's the only other exclusive. Like, Doom Eternal was delayed until March. Doom 2016 doesn't have a release date. Elder Scrolls Online doesn't have a release date. Doom 2016 exists... <laughs> on other platforms, yes I'm platform- aware. <laughs> <laughs> on platforms that doesn't have uh fucking latency issues. No, I on plat- on platforms that exist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. They're they're trying to catch up. Like uh the Division Two, the Crew Two, Watchdogs Legions, Pokemon, Marvel Avengers, <laughs> Destroy All Humans. Uh, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid, which is an awesome fighting game. That game's fucking fantastic. That game is fucking tits.
1: My buddy from Little Rock plays that shit all the
0: time. It is so fucking cool.
1: That game is better than it should be.
0: (laughs) Yes. Uh, Windjammers 2, Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, It doesn't look like it's coming out at launch because it would have had the coming in 2020 thing going on. But if you look at what's coming in 2020... Rage 2 already out. Wolfenstein Youngblood already out. Metro Exodus already out. Breakpoint already out. Trials Rising already out. Uh 2019 Final Fantasy 15. That's been out for 3 years.
1: <laughs> you just were like I didn't want to interrupt you cuz you were just like already out. Already out. Already out. <laughs> What's out this week, Chris? It's going to be our new
0: segment called Already Out. (laughs) It's already out. It's already out. It's already out. This game, Guilt, looks stupid. Chris, when do Pokemon Sword and Shield come out? It's already out.
1: (laughs) Chris, when does Valfaris come out? Uh, Is it already out? It's already out. (laughs) It's already out. (laughs) It just hasn't come out on Switch yet. No, it's on Switch, I think. It comes out on Switch soon. (laughs) Oh, I can uh, buy that
0: now. That game looks fucking dope. Yeah, go that's check it like out. That's like heavy metal Contra. He- well, no, it's more Contra heavy. Contra me- was already pre- heavy metal Contra and like Metroid put together. I'd say that's why it was important to me the the Metroid part. Yeah. I know Scotty was like saying, "I never played a Metroid." Oh, fuck you. Well, that's the thing. Like, he said he doesn't,
1: he doesn't like Metroid, but like he loves Alien and Aliens and like well, he loves Alien, and that's heavily in like heavily influenced. In Super Metroid, like Alien. Yeah, but is,
0: does he not like Metroid because of the aesthetic, or does he not like Metroid because of the gameplay? I don't know. We should ask him, because that's the same argument that my wife has. Like, I tried her to get try to get her into like Metroid, and she hates backtracking. Like, I'm all about like finding the secret key, and only this ability is going to open up these type of doors. Like, Man, I love cast I, like Iguvania's and Metroid and shit like that. I feel like at one shit.
1: point in my life I did like them, but I'm like eh. Now, I'm like, eh, I'm all right.
0: It's because you're an old man. I guess. I I'm can say th- that because you're older than me. I'm only three
1: years older than you, motherfucker. You're three years older than me? Aren't you 28? No, I'm 30. Oh, I thought you were 28. My bad. No. Oh, I'm only one year older than you. <laughs> Why did I think you were 28? That's I weird. can say that because you're older than me. Shut up. <laughs> guess what? When does Chris come out? It's already out. <laughs> already out. <laughs> already out. Already out. Uh. Anyway. All right. Well. Uh, speaking of fucking, like, (coughs) this still baffles me. Like, I don't understand why this patent happened. But, uh, apparently Sony has patented, uh, something that looks like a fucking cartridge. And, uh... It looks like an MVS
0: cartridge. It it, looks
1: like a Neo Geo
0: MVS cartridge.
1: It straight up does. Let me pull up my fucking article here. I had it pulled up. Uh, I don't know, man. This thing looks super... It does look like an MVS (laughs) cartridge. Uh... Let's what was it? Let's go digital. Let me see. Let me pull it up. I got it. I got it. I got it. So that's right. Yeah, it's from let's go digital. Uh, they are the ones that brought us the leak for the original PlayStation 5, like dev kit and all that stuff that come to find out was true. So this this cartridge patent, it, it can't be games. We've are. It's already been established that the like like the games are going to be on Blu-ray discs for PlayStation it- 5. I don't know if it's been officially announced, but for God's sakes, we can assume that it's going to be on disc-based. Like, it's not going to go back to a cartridge. Like, if we look at that dev kit, show me where the fuck this cartridge goes into it.
0: Well, I mean, it's a dev kit. It's a, it's, you answered your own question, it's a dev kit. I yeah, mean, I know. I'm pretty sure there was dev for... That's why I asked for... it. Shut up, Chris. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a dev kit. I'm pretty sure that there's a dev kit that was for cartridge, but you used uh, CDs for. I don't remember which one it was, but I'm pretty sure that was a thing. Okay. Um, also, this can't be... They're
1: not going back to, like, cartridge-based saves either. Like, the cloud is too big of a fucking thing now. Like, you do all your saves on the clouds. That's just how it is. The only thing I can think of is... Maybe this is a patent for a Sony-specific uh, solid-state drive. I can see that. Because if we've seen anything from PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4, uh, a lot of people upgraded their... Like, they would buy the cheaper versions of some of a system and play it for a little bit. And then, like, oh, I need more storage. And then they just go buy a third-party solid-state or hard drive and update it themselves. Uh, maybe Sony's like, fuck that shit. We want that money. So they're going to make their own version. My only thing that I'm a little worried about is if they make it only combat- compatible with their version of the solid state, which I don't know how they would do that because I don't know how that shit works. But
0: that would suck. I could honestly see this being for games. Really? Like no. dead ass. I can I can see this being for games because we're getting to the point where um, like look at the switch, for example. I mean, yeah, they use little tiny cartridges. There's a lot of memory you could fit on that little bitch. That's true. And in this patent picture and in
1: this like mock-up picture that we see on the website, it doesn't really have anything next to it to show it for scale.
0: Yeah. But at the again, uh, we live in an age where games are not fully uh, pr- like the full game isn't on a disc. You know, they put part of the game on the disc and then they download the other half of the game. It's true it's how they do it with the PlayStation 4 they do it for the Xbox one it's it's a common practice I can totally see them putting part of the game on a solid state little chip you stick that bitch in and then the other half of the game downloads I guess it, it's it's pro it's probably cheaper than blu-ray blu rays on its way out anyway solid state is the future
1: yeah it's digital
0: so I can I can see this being for games. I think that that would be really really fucking smart. So
1: maybe we're both right. It is a solid state, but it's going to be solid state for games.
0: <laughs> yeah. I can definitely see that being for games. That'd be that'd be weird
1: and cool at the same time. Just be like, "Oh, I got to put this in my PlayStation 5." And you're like, "That's so weird." Like cuz I every PlayStation I've always put a fucking disc into it. So, yeah. Like, I can't think of, like, anyone that was released. Like, there might be dev kits that used cartridges or something like that, but I can't think of anything PlayStation-wise. Well, that's... Well, let me just... Say, PlayStation consoles from PlayStation 1 to PlayStation 4. There, That's a different thing when it comes to, like, PSP and Vita and stuff like that. Those are technically cartridges. So, maybe. What I, I would know.
0: say is this is just another example of Sony biting off of Nintendo all of their <laughs> ideas... Because just about everything that Nintendo comes out with, Sony just comes out with like, oh, that's that's a really bright idea. And they just take it yeah. and they say it's theirs now. This is mine now. <laughs> this is mine now. That's the com- that's so, the comic strip. That's... Uh, I don't know.
1: We'll see. Uh, interesting shit to see. Uh, what was it? When is the play- uh, holiday season for 2020? Is that when the PlayStation 5 is supposed to release? Yeah. So we'll see. We'll be seeing closer to that date.
0: Uh, I'm excited. This... I don't new know shit. if it's going to be. For hold on, I was pretty sure that we were supposed to see a reveal at the PlayStation Experience, which we didn't. So I'm wondering when we're going to see the first look at the PlayStation Five. Will they show up to uh, E3? Uh, I don't know. They didn't last time. Like they, didn't they opt out last time? They did opt out.
1: They're gonna E3's do their changing, though. They're, they're gonna, gonna do they're their doing, new like, their uh, Sony Direct
0: influencer. Oh god, fuck that shit. To do an influencer. Thing. I
1: hate I hate the word influencer. I hate that people want to be influencers. It's it's goofy. Learn a trade. Don't be an influencer. <laughs> Learn to code. Learn to weld. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh speaking of
0: <laughs>
1: shit rising from the dead. Let's see if this shit'll work. On, there was Chris. no
0: segue. There was no good segue for that.
1: No nope. Halloween happened undead. I watched an episode of the Simpsons that had undead stuff coming back from the dead.
0: Yeah. And it was censored and cropped at 4.3 widescreen. Let's go. And I just keep saying the dead. So take it over. <laughs> uh, Dance of the fucking, dead. <laughs> It's pretty much been confirmed that they're building Anthem from the ground up over again. We've okay. seen this before with Final Fantasy 14. Yep. We've seen this with uh no man's sky yeah i'm pretty sure there's one other example and in those situations the
1: games became better
0: yeah uh people are calling it possibly anthem 2.0 or anthem next Um, we we called this shit so long ago (laughs) will it be ten dollars we don't know but that's when we'll buy it (laughs) no this is why you need to buy anthem now play through the storyline now understand why it's shit so that in a year's time before they fucking (laughs) charge you sixty dollars for the new version before
1: they realm reborn it
0: yeah get your get your fill this is this is our moment boys be be, be the reason why you're like i know
1: why they changed it (laughs) be the old man yelling at the cloud do that be the scotty of anthem yes exactly (laughs) That's basically Uh, what the article says. There's really nothing to say on this. Um, We know shit that's been... We've talked about Anthem basically going around the bottom of the toilet this entire time. And then maybe this will be the part where the turd just fucking clogged and it's not going to go all the way down. So let's see. Maybe it can come back.
0: One can hope. That was a sick analogy, by the way. (laughs) The only type of analogy I can expect from you. (laughs) Fuck you. The only type. Fuck you. You're a turd. It's fine. <laughs> I will wear that bradge with the pride. You're gonna wear the bradge. I have been pretty be-
1: I have been being really quiet about your pronunciation on this fucking podcast. Look, but, man. But bradges is where I draw the line.
0: <laughs> look, man. I fell I, off of a fucking seven ton. I can't say shit right.
1: Oh, here we go.
0: Um That's <laughs> the <laughs> that's news. A, that's the news. That's a closure on the
1: news. <laughs> oh, Chris. My fellow man in this fucking dumbass thing that we do. What do we, do we have any questions for this week? We do. We have five from we the same do. person, don't we? Yes, we do. <laughs> it's Scotty, yes, isn't it? Do. It's the
0: only person that loves us. <laughs> Scotty well, Moe.
1: To be fair, I only threw the fucking thing out an hour before we went recording. That so. is true.
0: No so. one, no one had a chance, but Scotty did because he cares. Yep. Uh. Is your podcast episode done in silver ink? Just like issue five of the Archie Sonic comic.
1: I saw that Archie comic.
0: (laughs) No, it is not. That's a bad comic.
1: I remember reading the Sonic comics when I was younger, but I just don't bad comic.
0: In fact, I remember that episode, that, that issue.
1: You should go check out. I know you're not a real big fan of like game grumps and stuff like that, but Mm -hmm. you should, you should go watch their episode. I think I'll, I'll have to find the link. But they they they're playing one of the collections. I don't know. I think they're playing like Sonic three or something like that. And it's got uh, it's I don't know what it is, but there's a collection where they can go through and like look at like cover arts for some of the comics throughout the years.
0: That's like one of the Mega Collections. It's either yeah. Gems or Mega. It's one yeah. of
1: those, and they're looking through it. And the first episode is supposed to be them playing one of the games, and the entire 15-minute episode is them just looking through the covers and being like, what the fuck is going on on some of these? And one yeah. of the ones I remember is the Sonic Kids epi- uh, comic. And I, like, God, dude, I remember sitting in Kroger reading that one. I don't know why that's the one that I remember. but uh, that's You read
0: over. that in public.
1: Dude, I would Dude, my mom knew that nobody was going to kidnap me for one I was sitting in the magazine section and just sitting there. She that she could leave me there and go shopping and know that I would be fine.
0: No, that was the same with me yeah. up until I picked up the Playboy. Yeah. Like, I mean, no was. one
1: wants to kidnap the fat kid. At least back then they didn't. Now they do. But not then. <laughs> Especially like the homely fat I wasn't homely, but we were broke. So <laughs> Yeah. No one, no one, no one kidnaps a broke kid. So, but no, no. If anything, we are outlined in a in a in a nice sheen of brown. That's how our podcast is
0: done. Yes, <laughs> we're trash and we we're no. We're, we're not, that we're gold
1: that like tur- if you wear like if you wear us on your neck, you get like a green ring. Because it's the fake gold. <laughs> oh, we're the,
0: we're the fake. No, no, no. It's, we're the fake silver. Yeah, that's what we're it that, is. Like bad sterling silver and you start getting an infection. Yeah, that's it's what we are. the first stage of gangrene. We're the gangrene podcast.
1: We're the gangrene gang from fucking Powerpuff
0: Girls. <laughs> I thought about that and I didn't want to go in that direction because I hate the Powerpuff Girls. Dude, that show's but, fucking good, man. No, fuck you. <laughs> no, fuck you. This is a good show. Uh, Next question. Did you get Disney Plus? yes yep we sure did we talked about it uh what thanksgiving dlc do you want in your games none i hate thanksgiving i think it's the worst holiday
1: i want the fucking turkeys from south park in all my games (laughs) i
0: take back what i said that's pretty great that's pretty awesome
1: i just thought of the fucking n64 south park game that's really bad but you have to fight those turkeys
0: Did the N sixty four one have issues with its uh, sound clips? Because I played the PlayStation version. (laughs) I played the PlayStation version, and they actually speak while you're playing that game. But I remember the N sixty four version having like the draw distance issue; like you can't see five feet in front of you. No, I remember.
1: I got pretty far in that game, so like uh, maybe I just got used to how shitty it was. But again, dude, I haven't played
0: that game in like fifteen years. Hmm. Uh, number four, what video game would be better with dinosaurs in it? Resident Evil. Viva, just, la Pinata. Viva la piñata. Viva la piñata. That game would be one hundred times better with dinosaurs you, in
1: it. You didn't get my Dino Crisis reference.
0: <laughs> I did not. Dino Crisis is basically just Resident Evil with dinosaurs in it. No, even Resident Evil Four. If you had zombie, if you had zombie dinosaurs, Resident Evil Four would be that much better uh put, put it in what's what Call of Duty are
1: we in put it in put put dinosaurs in Call of Duty put dinosaurs in Fortnite dinosaurs in Fortnite there you go there you go dinosaurs, I'm pretty sure in, Fortnite. There's dinosaurs in Fortnite dinosaurs in uh, Was su-
0: that Radical Heights? Radical I Rex. Think that was Radical Heights.
1: You remember Radical? You mean, remember real real rad Radical Rex? <laughs> no. That ah, was a Super Nintendo game. It was real fucking bad. It was kind of like uh, what's that game? Uh, not Toe Jam and Earl. Uh, what's the two cavemen game?
0: Oh, um, Joe and Mac, Mac and Joe,
1: Joe and Mac. It, it's Joe basically Mac. one of those games you'd see on Nick Arcade. <coughs> if that tells you anything. Oh, like a flash game? Well, I mean, Nick Arcade games weren't flash games. A lot of them were actual games. They just were just shitty.
0: What what games are you talking, I'm talking about? about? Are you talking about like the ah uh, real monsters on the Genesis and shit like that? Kind of, yeah, kinda. Of. But I'm yeah, talking about Yeah, that game is
1: shit. Nick Arcade games, besides the final part where the kids were like in the game, the games that they actually had to walk up to and like get a high score or get a certain amount, those were actual fucking games. Like those were real games that you could go out and buy. Some are you talking
0: were- about the T V show? Yes. Now what I you, know what you're okay. What hey, are you hey, talking hey, about? Hey well you're talking no, about the I website so, no there are licensed nickelodeon games for like the super nintendo and the sega genesis and Ah real monsters was the first one that popped up in my Chris, head i'm only one and year I, older than you <laughs> i never saw nick arcade the only thing i know from nick arcade is that they had an arcade prototype of like sonic 1 and i've been like what the fuck is this Sonic game that I've never fucking played and I can never find anything else on it? Uh, what was the question? What was the question that we were answering? Uh, what video game would be even better with dinosaurs? in it? Oh, I don't know. All right, we already said it. What's the next one? He's got a fifth one. <laughs> uh, what's the strangest thing you've
1: eaten on a pizza? I mean, Strangest? I mean, I've eaten, I guess I could just say pineapples, like the strangest I've ever eaten.
0: Ramen. Cooked or uncooked? I think it was cooked. <laughs> was it al dente? <laughs> no, uh, it's kind of. Yeah, It was like a ramen pizza, so I don't know That's if weird. that counts. It's not on it, it is the pizza.
1: I've had anchovies. They're all right. They're there's just, also sushi just, Sushi pizza. They're that just had. salty. Uh, there's That's a lot of dessert that. pizzas I've had, I mean... Chocolate chip pizza is not really weird. It's just a cookie. I mean, I've had like a big ass like like it was like strawberry. It was basically like they said it was a pizza, but that bitch was just a big ass strawberry Danish. That's all it was. (laughs) Okay. I don't I don't really like I kind of go like for just the meat lovers with pizzas. Like I don't really fuck around with craziness. Like I'm that weird person. Like I'll sit and eat a Canadian bacon and pineapple pizza and don't have like, like I'll eat it. It won't be my like my first choice, but I'll eat it. So I, I just
0: don't like Hawaiian pizzas. T- like I said, it's all right. It's this. It's the combination of the sweet and the salty. And it's not I can deal with things that are sweet and salty, but I can't deal with that thing. Yeah. Being sweet and salty.
1: I prefer it's like sweet and spicy. So like if it was like jalapeno, sweet and, good. Like jalapeno yeah, yeah. and pineapple, maybe that might be more up your angle. I know I'm I'm more of like a
0: a chocolate pretzel guy. That's su- that sweet and savory.
1: I just thought oh god, I just thought of the movie Mallrats for anyone that gets that reference.
0: <laughs> you never There's there's a shitty joke in there and I don't know it and you're making fun have of Have you me ever
1: seen Mallrats? No. Oh, uh, there's a part where Jason Lee is like talking about <coughs> like yeah, if you ever like have to shake hands with someone that you fucking hate. Uh, you just stick your hand in between like in your ass cheeks and you just like like you go like, hey, would you like a chocolate pretzel? And you just like go to shake their hand. Like you make sure there's no dookie on your hand, but like they're never gonna they're not gonna get that smell off your hand. And like the other characters like, Yeah, but then doesn't your hand smell like shit? And he's like, Sacrifices, man.
0: (laughs) I've heard that reference before. The chocolate pretzel. Yep. It's a chocolate pretzel. Uh, what you got going on, man? What you got going on next uh, week? I've got a thing I got to do for Mega Visions because that's what I do in the background. Your cats? No, my cats aren't in this room. No, uh, you need to buy a gun. So, <laughs>
1: so you can't see it behind me, but like, uh, I don't know what it is with these walls, or I don't know if it's what the temperature, or maybe it's just the sticky tack that I've been using. Like maybe it's too old, but I've been trying to like sticky tack bead arts up on the wall, and they'll just fucking mm. fall off. So, uh, the Mega Man X ones held up for a lot longer than I thought they were going to, but Storm Eagle just fell and
0: I almost shit my pants. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, repeat uh, what you were saying. No, it's fine. I've got some Mega Vision stuff I got to do. It's something that me and Scotty were doing. Uh, it has something to do with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games for the Sega Genesis and the Super Nintendo. Ah, uh, yes. Um,. Speaking, save what that speaking of is. that,
1: Scotty just tweeted something about it. So. Oh, really? Yeah, he, he tweeted a picture about it.
0: Okay. Um I'm not gonna say anything other than Turtles in Time is way better than Hyperstone Heist. I'll agree and with you on that. I one. will I will die on that hill.
1: i I mean I'll die with you. Now picking uh, which that, picking which version is gonna be different probably between us. Arcade well, yeah, arcade. But I would say Super Nintendo if I couldn't have arcade.
0: Well, Hi- Turtles in Time only came out on arcade and Super Nintendo.
1: I thought it came out. Hyperstone
0: on- Heist. Oh, is that was the Seigo one that only came one? out on the Genesis?
1: Ah, uh, okay.
0: So, sure, let's get into it. Hyper. <laughs> so <laughs> we don't t- have like to. Turtles. Turtles in Time came out in like June, July timeframe of nineteen ninety two. Then five months later the the genesis version came out and it was hyperstone heist in u.s and europe and in japan it was called like the revenge of shredder or some shit like that and it was like they ripped a bunch of assets randomly from turtles in time and then like put it in this really weird format and then stapled it all together and then made an anime mode So, you know how it's, like, comic book style for uh, Turtles in Time? They have an anime version of it. So, it's supposed to look anime. And it is... All it is is that all the cool stuff that made Turtles in Time, like, interesting... Throw all that shit out the window. We're going to take three panels. We're going to extend them as long as possible. We're going to make less stages, but they're going to be three times as long. And then we're going to take three enemies... Like, they have Rocksteady, but they don't have Bebop. That's a sin. Okay. And how, do they you have not, how do other... you not have that
1: duo together?
0: <laughs> Audio listeners. Like, they have Leatherhead, and they just throw Leatherhead in there. All right. I oh, don't know, man. It's... Well, stay tuned for that. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, I'm going to be working on some stuff in the background, um, whether it's the website or whether it's the, the fucking magazine or if it's just something that I do on the side. I'm also in the middle of transitioning jobs, so everything mm-hmm. is random. Everything is a toss up. I don't fucking know.
1: I've got a big project at work that me and another person have been put on and we're like, they're like, this is 180 hours worth of work that you guys have to do. So get going.
0: I am sorry. It fucking sucks. Are they giving you 180 hours to do it, or are they giving you 80? We we should probably finish it as fast as we
1: can. So, <laughs> All right. That's all you got going on? That's all I got. All right. Next week, I'm going to get back to the streaming. Uh, we got a Thursday. So are you going back to Austin? No. Uh, I weaseled out of it. So. Cool. <laughs> uh did not want to do that uh this weekend would have sucked if i had to go back to austin because i'd have to record this record a podcast tomorrow morning and then fly back out but luckily don't have to do that so uh gonna be working from home and we're gonna be streaming don't know what we need to get back on the yakuza but uh we've been having a lot of fun with hover so we might maybe possibly do another hover stream that for
0: thursday no uh, i want to jump in
1: well maybe that wouldn't be really a throw down, but we could do something. We'll see. Uh, just be on the lookout. Check out our social medias uh, for scrub versus shit. Check out my social media on Twitter. Check out Chris's. We put all that shit in the podcast. And for Megavision. Rate us
0: on iTunes.
1: Yeah, we got, we're got. we on iTunes now, finally. We had to change a fucking title, but we got it. We're on there. So check us out there. We
0: weren't on iTunes because I kept cursing in the title.
1: Yeah, No, it's because of the heroin one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, that too. But I also said, "Is this bullshit blazing?" And they were not allow it. Ah, uh, what'd you change it to? I just put an asterisk where the I was.
1: Oh, you, you weren't actually censoring them. You were just saying bullshit, like cursing and all that stuff.
0: Yeah, I was legit cursing. Oh, okay. I was not, like
1: <laughs> Okay. But yeah, follow. Also follow Mega Visions. Uh, we do a lot of shit with them. So follow them on social media and Twitch and all that stuff. So that's all I got. Let's round this baby out. I gotta go play some Pokemon. Thanks for tuning in to the Scrubburst Podcast. If you would like to keep up to date with us, follow us on Twitter at Scrubburst Podcast, at Vetted Games, and at Tornado Jones. Email us at scrubburstpodcast at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to check out our giveaway this month. Links will be provided in the podcast description.